You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cool Games, in the first segment, we talk about LAFC and LA Galaxy, the new Crips and Bloods of Los Angeles. <laughs> also, a bunch of incredible MLS games. We talk in the first segment. We talk about Red Bulls and, and Toronto and the the unicycle kick from Bradley Wright Phillips. Oh, in the second segment, we talk to Greg Lawless, the five star general of MLS. <laughs> a little blood reference there for some of you guys. Uh, we talk about MLS. We talk about some of the content they're producing there. He used to be the MLS editor in chief, and now he's the head of uh, the content. So he's got a lot to talk about. He even has something to tell you about our content. Uh-oh. Also, in the, in the third segment, he speaks positive of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so, if you just in case you're wondering, oh my God, yeah, absolutely. But in, in the, the third segment. In the third segment, we talk about more MLS games. We talk about diving in MLS. Uh, are these Argentinians ruining our game? <laughs> <laughs> All this and more today on the Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Another week. That's another, right. Another cooligans. Another cooligans. You say it like, ugh, another week. I got to do this again. Yeah, <laughs> I got to talk to Alexis <laughs> one more time. That's right. And you all have to listen because you can't respond back. We can't hear you. We yeah. should do a call-in episode. Wouldn't that be dope? I would just people calling into yeah, us. Yeah, we'd uh, have to do it live. I don't know how we'd do it. We'd do it. Okay, go. so I'll okay, get that. That idea is next. <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know done. what? Never mind. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do that. As soon as we uh, just we see one tiny hurdle, we're like, okay, that's <laughs> yeah. it. It's over. What do I got? I got to buy another wire. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, actually, Alexis, you have everything in it. No, we're already canceled. We canceled the whole idea. You know, going backwards. Yeah. Look, we're trying to move forward. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I will go on the internet and give away Christian Polanco's cell phone number, right? And then just call us anytime. Sure. Then, you know what? Nobody's going to call. And if you were to call during while well, the time we record this episode, which is never when we say we're going to uh it's at some point on a tuesday yeah it's the, uh, it's the cooligans lottery yeah yeah maybe you maybe you find out hit him up a couple a couple hours in the morning you know and uh hold on maybe if we're recording you could be on how's that sound exactly so yeah. uh welcome to uh the cooligans podcast everybody <laughs> my name is christian polanco hi my name is alexis guerrero and we are your uh, favorite stand-up comedians who host a soccer podcast that's right the gulliest soccer podcast that's right uh it, it's uh i mean a lot of uh uh it's been a hot. It's been a hot week. This weekend was a hot weekend in MLS, and just in general for American soccer. It, it was yeah. one of those. Look, the the Premier League is over. Uh, that ended, right? And it's like good riddance. And now one tenth of the population in Europe shifts over to pay, <laughs> to pay attention to us. Exactly. So, which, by uh, the way, while we're starting, obviously condolences to everyone who passed at the uh, in, Manchester. in Manchester. Uh, you know, hopefully, shit like this doesn't happen. I know that everything is starting to be figured out. No jokes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that these were fucking. You know, they, it was kids. You know, it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what what concert they were going to see. So, no yeah. jokes from us about that. But wait, watch my Twitter for about a week. And then <laughs> about a week. One, I got yeah, bits. yeah. And then uh, yeah. you know what's, what's interesting about uh, and what's sort of been happening whenever any of these tragedies happen. Look, as us as comedians, there's a certain uh, certain there's a certain time where we're like a little bit cautious with our words uh, <laughs> because people want to make jokes. No, no, no. You maybe. I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, look, there, there, there was a. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember his name. The guy from CBS. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, he got popular for uh, just a look. You, it's easy to be a hacky comedian, right? Uh, in these, uh, you, I mean, you would know, right? Uh, in these, situations. well, I know because I've watched you. <laughs> See what I mean? I boomerang. Oh, well, yeah, right look at that. You got boomerang. me. <laughs> you trying to get me? Boom. <laughs> so. 
it, it's uh, it's easy to make uh, terrible jokes and it's easy to be uh, basic, you know, just or a, like shocky. Uh, yeah, but yeah. it's easy to be a piece of shit and and yeah. get and get likes and get retweets. Oh, 100 percent. And uh, or win the presidency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the grand prize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just about the retweets anymore, guys. <laughs> but uh I I think what happened in this what's sort of happening in these scenarios is that people are more mindful and uh are this is the the good and bad thing is that there's there's a sort of policing going on with what what's you know with 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 te- these terrible jokes where right. where people what I don't like about it is that people tend to be more concerned about the bad jokes than the actual tragedy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that look and and I'm speaking from my, you know, I'm a, a New York City comedian. A lot of the people in my Facebook feed, uh in my Twitter feed are all comedians. Yeah. Uh so, so we're seeing the most diabolical comments <laughs> and posts. Yeah, I, right up front. I, I, and to 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 uh you know, the the comedy world's credit, I didn't see any uh, horrible jokes from comedians. Oh, there was a couple comedians. like, oh, any, you know, having those, they said, they just sat through that concert. Weren't they tortured enough? You know, that, yeah. those kinds of things, which is stupid. It's not even that funny of a joke. And I don't care. I honestly don't care if you make a joke about something immediately after it happens. I don't care if I'm affected in it or not. Honestly, I don't care. Jokes are jokes. You know, I get why they're there. It's yeah. how my brain works. That's my defense mechanism. Sure. Right? Something gets weird. Boom. Say something funny. Crow, you know what I'm saying? You know, moonwalk out of the room. Yeah. I, you know? I, I, it's interesting that you say that because people uh, may lose sight of that. And, and maybe they don't understand how uh, comedians' brains work. They don't. Uh, they work. feel like we... You know, and this is the problem. It's that, you know, they've put us into general population. You know what I mean? With, with Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, the average person who doesn't... Whose mind may not work this way is on there the same as we are so the tone is very different and there's and there's the you know the the kind of heresy of of uh, especially on twitter where people just put comedian in their bio and they might be just like uh, some twitter idiot right, right, uh, right. or a twitter as some yeah, would yeah, say yeah. uh but what tends to happen is like what i notice especially in the stand-up comedy community that we have to we're on stage and we have to tell these words. You have to say it in person. To, to, in yeah. person to people's faces. And you see them. And you see exactly. Yeah, yeah, you see them hate <laughs> and, it. And they hate you if you right. said something that's like offensive or you don't right. like. So it, it kind of, it's not even about policing your own words. Right. But it, it, it's really about like. Instant reactions. A, a, yeah. Empathy. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, I said a thing and they felt awful. But when, obviously, and Louis C.K. has this joke about it, but about like, you know, you can type something online and. Uh, and you don't get to actually see how you make the other person feel. Right. So it doesn't, you have no connection to the words that you even said. Not at all. Yeah, uh, I know. It's a, it's, it's, it's a tough subject, right? Yeah. It's a, but in, in, in general, the, the point I'm trying to make is that, look, look, we, we host. We're hilarious. We're hilarious, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everybody loves us. That's, right. Except there was one, we got a comment from the, the Trevor Noah video. Oh, Remember, really? we've made jokes about, um. Uh, the 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 black drone. Well, we I said it. You yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah. We got a I comment mean, about it. We got a comment. Somebody called us uh, that we're crappy racists <laughs> about a, a black drone getting shot by the police. You know, remember that? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a joke. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Which I was, said the NYPD was going to shoot a drone down, but only if it's black. Yeah, and that was a fun. That was a funny joke. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I thought we, it was pretty good. Everybody laughed. Trevor Noah laughed. Trevor laughed <laughs> awkwardly, but he laughed. Yeah. <laughs> People behind the camera applauded. You know, <laughs> they tried to carry me out of there. It wasn't. It wasn't able to. Happen, and that's but. the thing. And even with that joke, which obviously the joke is about police violence, right? And, and minorities getting killed, and and right. but it yeah. is it is a thing that is on our minds, and that is how we process uh, these these 
tragedies with humor. Right. Yeah. Uh, and look, and we, we, you know, we talked. Where was this that somebody said that? Was that on? On Facebook. On Facebook? Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Like, obviously, now he's on a, a, on a mission to yeah. find. Now I will see this person. <laughs> But I'm saying this say it to my face, and, and and this is the, the the what I feel like we try to bring to just even the soccer world, where like even bad things happen. The Chapacuense thing, like there, right. there, there's tragedies everywhere within every part of society, yeah. And we're trying That's to life, and yeah, and, and we're trying to use humor to uh, to process it all, and right. not uh, not from the perspective of disrespect, uh, but of of the of a way to cope and to heal and to move forward. Right. This is how we deal with stuff. Don't yeah. don't joke shame us. <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly or you know i'm gonna have to tell my therapist about right <laughs> which is the microphone unfortunately so, so but there was stuff that happened uh that wasn't a tragedy unless you're uh, a fan of a team that lost maybe <laughs> <laughs> so well, let, let's start with a couple of things before we get into uh some of the great games in mls because uh, some of them are amazing one of them in particular i enjoyed watching but um LA, let's talk about LAFC for a moment because LAFC is going to be starting their season. They just had their black and gold rally. That's right. A lot of fandom around it. So they, they introduced their um, their supporters group or section called uh, 3252. Yeah. Uh, which apparently is, it means 3,252 supporters in that section. And they and it's like, it's the, it's the wall. It's the standing section. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. it's going to be a standing section necessarily, but it, it is the section for... Right. It's their supporters Yeah, section. so they, where, where they get to group all of the all of the supporters that are currently right. kind of figuring everything out and i think LA. they could have a standing section i think now seeing orlando yeah, haven't I, successfully I, I, done it yeah exactly so uh but we have to uh, address so um LA, they had this rally they did a lot of work a lot of marketing things to type get uh, you know they, they're trying to get people aware of that there's a new team coming they did to like los Instagram angeles lives facebook lives they were everywhere exactly so they, uh, Which, by the way, everyone else, take note. This is how you do it. They're doing an incredible job. For a team has no players. Nobody yet. They're doing an incredible job. And I told you, I was in L.A. You were in L.A. recently. Mm -hmm. I saw so many LAFC, LAFC shirts and hats. Um, I, obviously, no jerseys yet. Mm -hmm. um, although I did see they posted a photo of their youth squad, and it's an all-white kit with just the LAFC logo on it and yeah. gold lettering on the back. And I was like, oh, that's so dope. Okay. It's dope. So I've seen so much more. LA Galaxy, I haven't seen any of that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. So, well, well, we did see some LA Galaxy marketing. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. some so, guerrilla marketing. So after uh, this was. Uh, after the rally was uh, before the rally was uh, kind of uh, instilled and started, uh, they had a a um, local an, artist, uh, an artist draw a bit a gorgeous mural. There's a guy beautiful named mural, Jeff Govia, who's a fan of ours, who's a fan of the podcast. Which yeah. I, he's it, hit us up so many times, a, and we're a fan of his art. Yeah, amazing artist. Uh, look him up on on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, does great work, uh, and he drew a, a, an amazing mural yeah. uh, for LAFC, and it has all these like just great it's like paint, spray paint mixture. It's awesome, dude. I mean, he's a beast. He, yeah, like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, and, and if we was, ever have a studio, we'd love to have him paint <laughs> something for us. And he. Uh, uh, I, and I was following along. He was he was doing like Instagram lives and do, doing a lot of videos and, and uh, uh, taking questions from from fans of, yeah. of his art and everything. And, you know, as to like basically what to put up and all. The, it, it was and great. He even, he even posted listening to us while doing part of it, which is wild. He's a great human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clearly <laughs> clearly so far a fan of the week. Uh, so, uh, but uh, after this gorgeous mural was put up, I mean, he just finished. He it. just finished. Like the, the paint, it didn't dry. No, the paint. He like he like forgot something. 
ran, grabbed it, and walked away. And the moment that door closed, so then, the, uh, so the LA and the LA uh, FC, the logo, yeah, the logo. Uh, some uh, thugs. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. call some, them what they are. Some street toughs. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 uh they buffed you know when the graffiti world you call it buffing yeah when you when you draw over somebody's uh graffiti mm-hmm. they call it buffing so they uh they wrote galaxy but they, but they put the G A left the L A for L A F C yeah and, and the then X Y. And then he put nothing but a G thing. I missed the G. There's a G in there. there. A, I did see that too. Put nothing but a G thing and then uh crossed over his name, his tag, or whatever, his, his, his signature, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff's, and then put his own or whatever it is underneath, this, which is disgust- hilarious, but also <laughs> mad disrespectful. Incredibly disrespectful. And I understand from the from the sense of a ri- building a rivalry. Dude, this- I As mean, a soccer fan, as this a, is great. As a soccer fan, this is great. As a, as a guy who, as an artist who, yeah. you never get to put your art anywhere, no. you know, like to get a job, being a, a well, look, we artists too, yeah. to get the opportunity like that right. and to have someone just disrespect it is- in fear, it's like if we put up a comedy special. We had a comedy special on Netflix, right? And, and somebody, somebody, uh, like whatever, like CGI'd himself <laughs> over us, <laughs> yeah, telling his own <laughs> jokes. We would be using our punchline. We would lose our mind. We would lose our mind. <laughs> but here's the other coin. Here's the other side of the coin. It's been brought to our attention that maybe this was marketing. I don't think so. And here's why. It, regardless if it was marketing, yo, somebody's getting shot, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like I better have known about this, <laughs> right? I should have been made to, I wouldn't have worked so hard that would have been stick figures my dude it would have been stick figures yeah but here's the other thing look at how much attention this is going to bring Jeff like this is this may turn out to be a good thing look yeah it doesn't yeah. feel good it does but it may turn out to be a good thing right now right now right now like it's like when you break up with a girl that wasn't right for you like all right it doesn't feel good right now sure but it's going to turn out to be great you know what i mean so look think uh, of all the other jeff, art look we're thinking about you i don't know jeff we feel bad for you at the same time we hope this works out for you <laughs> because this is a, a real bummer man that it just it just sucks whatever i almost got stabbed buffing somebody else's tag okay yeah look at you yeah man I had. To, I was like, "Hey, was that guy running directly for me?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, wait a minute! I think that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy so, whose piece I just so wrote the, over." I, see that, but it's very clear that you know, in the graffiti world, that's a it, major sign of disrespect. It's the it's the worst thing yeah. you can do. It would be like walking up to a rapper while he's while he's rhyming and just slapping and, him in the and, face and just uh, spray painting him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and writing G A L Y. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Who the fuck is Galley? Well, you're supposed to have LA. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just for Gaxi. Uh, but, but just a bummer. But whatever. Like uh, you know, like obviously, it, it it's worse. And you know what makes it worse is that this is a Cooligan supporter. Yeah, you know that's really what that's it is. why we're offended. That's why we we don't care about any of the other stuff. The art, who gives a shit? It's the fact that this is a it fan makes, of ours. It makes it worse. Here's you know? what would make it better. It's like when the guy who did buff. What if he was also a fan? Right. <laughs> Now, now we're in a pickle. I got no. I don't think we're in a pickle. I think what we are is I don't know. I think we're we're coming out all hundred, all hundreds. We're all gold right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffer, if you're listening to this, yeah, feel free to call in. Nothing but a G thing. <laughs> if you're listening to this, oh boy, um, Jeff, we feel terrible. I, Jeff, I mean, he's gonna be fine. I'm sure he, he he's gonna get. He, let's try to get him on the show. Let's get him. Let's yeah, try to get him on the show and talk about we, it. That we, would be fun. Hopefully, that we can do that. Yeah, that would be uh, cool. So, um, Jeff, if you're listening, we want you on the show. <laughs> so. Um, 
another thing, very quickly. How about this? How about I just thought of this? What wow. if the person who did this also works for Drip Doctors? Oh my God. <laughs> it would tie everything we've ever done together. You think it's, uh, what was her name? The girl? Oh God. Huma, Huma Dean, something like that? No, that's, that's Anthony Weiner's <laughs> wife. That's Anthony Weiner's <laughs> wife. Sorry, yeah, she, she got cheated on. A lot, apparently. Uh, oh, yes. He's, he has his own set of yeah. issues, that man. It was like Velma or something. Some weird. Uh, it was like it was Armenian, right? Yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so the other thing I did want to talk about very quickly um, was uh, Everton and Arsenal. We just have to just. Yes. The Premier League Which I, I wanted to watch that together and I totally forgot. But um, yeah, the Cooligans uh, Classico. That's right. Uh, and Ever, uh, Everton did lose this one. Yes, they won it, the first one. Yeah, they did. They won the first one. Uh, um, what's the aggregate? Do we have an aggregate? This one was 3-1. 3-1. I think uh, it was 2-1. The f- the first game, probably I was they won by one. I know that because it was a late goal by yeah. uh, Ashley Williams, where Mesut Ozil, uh just wasn't marking anybody. Oh, pulling a Mesut Ozil. <laughs> Um But yeah, so this uh, this ended, and uh, and Arsenal. Didn't there was uh, there was hope that we would be able to get top four if, if Liv- we won. If Liverpool lost, right, and that's what I was going to say. It didn't happen. It and didn't. I, if I'm completely honest about it, no, I don't want to play on Thursdays as an Arsenal fan. I don't want to watch you know us against you know. I mean, this is where this is where Mesut Ozil shines. Against, yeah, against like, nobody. Against uh, so he's going to look great. Uh, but I can't wait to play. You know, a team in Tbilisi. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, Sheriff FC or some odd, sure locomotive. Just a weird <laughs> FC. You know, there's like a seven and an at symbol in their name. That's right. I can't wait. But nonetheless, look, you would love it. You would love to be in Europa, right? Well, and, we, and they are. Yeah, yeah, right? So there you go. Um, so I'm not going to... It's going to be Everton and Arsenal, the final. Oh my God, that would be great. Europa. <laughs> um, what I would love is if Bayern Munich gets knocked out in the group stages and they go down to the Europa and they beat Arsenal 5-1. I just like, there it is. Constantly, yeah. just, pers- just You would just them. see me jump off a bridge without even using my At hands. Any <laughs> tournament they're in, just uh, Bayern Munich is like, oh, Bayern Munich is in the FA Cup now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're only playing Arsenal. Yeah, no, the EFL Cup? Yeah, no, Bayern Munich is in there. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, they're right next to you guys in the bracket. Uh, so, look, I, as an Arsenal fan, and I, I, we're going to talk about MLS in a second, but uh, as an Arsenal fan, I hope that this brings about changes. I know it will not. <laughs> because again, I'm an Arsenal fan. I love the just the bleak reality no, of <laughs> this is who we are. Um, but I hope this this sort of creates some type of change. This inspires something to change. If that change means that Alexis leaves because he wants to play Champions League and he joins Bayern Munich and crushes it with his buddy Vidal, fine. Whatever it is, okay. I know change will happen, and hopefully this little bit of change will create more change. Well, and uh, on Everton's side, uh, everything is changing. Yeah, Lukaku's not, com- Lukaku Lukaku is not coming back. Yeah. Barkley might not be even be coming I back. I think that's actually going to be a positive for you. I do not I do not rate Barkley at all. I mean, I, there's, there's just no one better currently on the team. So well, that's like, that's a fault of your team. Not, I, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I completely agree. I think Davies is going to be starting up top for you, <laughs> the way things are going. <laughs> Seamus uh, Coleman with crutches. is <laughs> <laughs> a good replacement. Yeah, he's got that thing you put your knee on. You know when you bend your knee and it's got like it's like a little cart with the wheels. Oh sure, that's yeah. what he's. <laughs> I still get twelve assists a season. Don't worry. <laughs> what a clearance! <laughs> he's going by. You know, I just bought. I bought. I just bought a the Seamus Coleman uh, shirt. Yeah, just got it. Very happy. About as soon it. as you put it on, your leg snaps in half. <laughs> See, this is what we were talking about in the See, beginning. I mean, we've come full circle. 
can't get mad at us. We told you what to expect. You, your were, fault you for were still warned. Listening. You were your warned. fault for listening. That's our new logo. All right, let's soccer uh, cooligans. It's let, your fault for listening. Let's get going with some some MLS matches, and uh, I think let's talk about the East because the East is jam. Packed. The Eastern Conference is the Western Conference of 2017. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Atlanta is, is doing well. They're up and down, but they're nowhere near the playoffs right at the moment. You yeah. know, you've got Philly making a comeback, and Philly's coming up strong. What is, what, what is this? Is Philly is this is <laughs> heckle why this, and jide. This is why heckle and jide, which is <laughs> well, I'm going to but please. I hope I hope you just. <laughs> Please just message Alexis and being like, "Hey man, just just want to let you know we like we understand that you have a like a brain condition, and we're very proud of you for uh, how far you've come along." I mean, it's not bad for being ESL. That's not bad. Jekyll, and I know Hyde. it's Jekyll and Hyde. I realized I said it right away, but I was giving you the opportunity to say something funny. Okay, I wasn't gonna step all over you by correcting myself. Oh boy, this is so. Anyway, they're like heckle and jive. Uh, this great restaurant in Times Square, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but by the, the way, don't go to that restaurant. Times Square. The 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 Philadelphia Union. Uh, that, that's this is why they're an example of like. Look at the beginning of the year, we were just like this, Minnesota's going to score ten <laughs> points all season. <laughs> this, Philly's yeah. never going to win. They have the, like no, they're never going to win a game. No, and, yeah. and, and I don't know what changed or like. I mean, we're talking. I'll, about, I'll tell you what changed. I can't remember the dude's name. Who's that? Like. It's a handman gentleman. Uh, <laughs> their central defender. <laughs> Med, Med, uh, Medjunanin? You don't even know. But that's his name. It's M E D J U. Yeah, Menjanaman. It's not that, but. So anyway, Marble Smith. I think it's Medjunanin. Medjunanin. Marble Smith. Let's just call him. We're Americanizing his name. Actually, sounds more English. Medjunanin, right? Let's just say that's it, right? Yeah. This guy used to roam a lot farther forward. They made the simple change of making him sit closer back yeah. which apparently he doesn't want to do he wants to he wants to be able to roam forward they just don't have the opportunity so now he's protecting that back line i'm not saying that's the only thing but when you have a Yewu, which is just a little slower than Seamus <laughs> Coleman in that cart <laughs> <laughs> just a little slower. Uh, you need someone to protect that back line. And look at the simple change that yeah, it's made. Yeah, I mean, they've won four in a row. They're crushing it. Uh, but no, What are they, four, four, and four, which goes to show how far they've come. Yeah, they uh, it just the, the drastic change of in, – in, I, I don't believe in any other league that this something like this can happen. A team that looks so bad. No. I mean, it's just like Sunderland – all of a sudden winning like seven straight or whatever. Like it, that just doesn't happen. Well, I mean, Leicester city is probably the only time I've ever seen something like but that. That was even from season to season that, you know, you, you have to, well, I mean, if you think about the year that they almost got relegated the year before they won, sure. they just randomly turned it around and sort of started to figure it out. But it was sort of, I mean, that's also something that we long time coming MLS. The parody of MLS is, is you can't compare it to any other league. The, so many of the clubs are even uneven. Look, at, look at Colorado. Colorado looked amazing last year. Yeah, they, they can't win a game. I think they have two wins. I, I, I don't know. I can't speak for um, other leagues necessarily. I know that I personally, with, uh, with Premier League games, I don't really watch many other teams outside of... I, I'll, watch, I'll watch an Everton game. I'll watch uh, maybe Arsenal, maybe Manchester United. But outside of that, I don't really care about the the matches. Like I, I don't really feel. Like, I know that some teams are going to be so dom- dominant that right. I'm not really interested in watching yeah, that game. Chelsea versus Hull. It's like just tell me what the score is at the end. Exactly. You know what I mean? And let me see highlights if anything crazy. Happens. And the, and then the, I, with MLS and maybe it's just being American. Maybe having a more vested interest in the league. 
I or because it is no one knows it's any 90 minutes, you know, yeah, like any I gen- given Sunday, it's any 90 minutes I, in this I'm, league. I'm generally more uh, optimistic that I'm going to see a good game regardless of who's playing. Right. Uh, and I'm more even. And look, there are frustrating errors that are made watching a match. You know what I mean? There, there's things where you're like, oh, yeah. You know? But but there was also uh, I mean, this there, there's also amazing things. Look, I think for if we're comparing MLS and Premier League, obviously, when it comes to. Uh, the, 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 the details and, uh, the, the technical ability, there's, there's way fewer mistakes when it, uh, when it comes to that point, sure. but, but there are like spectacular plays in MLS oh, 100%. that, that are equivalent to the, how spectacular there are. I in, mean, look at the goal we posted from Ola Kamara. That's beautiful. Ola Kamara, goal, th- that was Jamie Vardy's goal last year against Liverpool. Or Poku's goal. Remember Poku's goal against, yeah. I think it was uh, against D.C., if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that, you know, blazer from the corner. I mean, yeah. incredible. That I mean, incredible goal. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and, that, and all that's of, what I'm talking about. That, those, all, those moments happen in MLS. Exactly. So, um, but I think the probably the most exciting game of the week was uh, the Friday night game, the only game, uh, Red Bulls against uh, Toronto. Yeah. One, and by one. the way, this this what we just talked about before we talk about Red Bull, we're going to bring up in the next segment when we have our interview. And uh, if you're one of these people, and we know these people who are like, oh, you watch MLS? Oh, I only watch Premier League. You're a fucking hack. Okay? <laughs> you're a hack. Yeah. It's corny. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's no... Um, look, every, you can, you're allowed to like whatever you like, but to, to right. put down... It, it's. I mean, what's the difference between like oh, I watch Premier League, but Bundesliga that ain't shit. Like it makes no sense. Oh, a lot of people say that too. Yeah. It's oh, just, there's no passion in Bundesliga. It's just. Are you, have you watched a Bundesliga <laughs> match? It's exciting as hell. That's it. It's it's a it's a it's sort of a dumb thing to compare because every uh, league is kind of uh, specific to its country and and uh, yeah. from uh, almost like a, a cultural perspective and Premier League Premier League is obviously the, it, it makes the most money and what and Premier League right. would be shit without all the Brazilians, all the Spanish people. And it was. I watched it in the 90s. <laughs> so it would, it, There's a video of Zlatan Ibrahimovic when he was playing in Italy, and they asked him, oh, do you want to play in the Premier League? And he's like, oh, their football is shit. Yeah. There was a time when it was. Yeah. And a lot of those folks want it back that way. <laughs> they want nothing but a bunch of tall guys defending <laughs> and one smallish guy also defending. <laughs> yeah, on a filthy, muddy pitch. That's it. <laughs> Nothing but blood and dirt <laughs> on each other's shirts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, l- like, uh, it's it's a dumb kind of comparison. It's stupid. Yeah. You're a hack. <laughs> well, Alexis just put you in your place, oh, bro. Yeah. Alexis owns Premier League fans. <laughs> I see the I see all the blog headlines. Yeah. Heckler gets owned. And like, There's no heckler. It's a podcast. Heckle and Jide gets owned. <laughs> <laughs> so Red Bulls did play against Toronto FC. This uh, is the dumbest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, Red Bulls play Toronto FC. One, one FC at at uh, at Red Bull Arena, and this was this was an exciting game because this obviously uh, you know Toronto is obviously trying to keep their winning streak alive. They yeah. it, it ended at six games, which is kind a of record. Uh, I mean, it's tied a record, a record. Uh, unheard of in, in MLS and in, in uh, the majority of soccer. Really, it's just yeah, a, a lot of leagues. Very diff- tough. Very difficult to uh, to get so many to string so many victories together. And uh, if you are a TFC fan, there was no Javinko. It looks like he's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, yeah. But th- this last six game stretch gives you a little bit of hope because, you know, Javinko and, and, and Altidore are playing together. And it's not just Javinko and Altidore anymore. I mean, Bradley, I know he's there. Barely talk about him. But um, this Donovan Ricketts kid, not Donovan Ricketts. I'm sorry. If this Toussaint, Toussaint, Toussaint Ricketts. Yeah. 
what a beast this guy is. Donovan Ricketts was that? Who was that? Donovan Ricketts is the goalkeeper go, in L.A. Yeah. He was in L.A. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, That's and Jamaican, if I'm not mistaken, Wagwan Donovan. Um, but Toussaint. Yes. Monster. And this other kid they got. I mean, Toronto FC has the chance to be one of the most electric teams I think we've ever produced in the league. Yeah. You have, if you could find a way to play Altidore, Bradley, Javinko, Toussaint, and Raheem Edwards, that kid has something about him. I As soon as he came in. Breaking yeah. people's ankles. Yeah, Edwards obviously is very uh, good on the ball. He, I, I think he, young, young and young, stupid, young kid. Yeah, in a good way. I mean, he's like you know he wants to do it all. Yeah, you know? and, and we sort of we we see this uh, pretty often. This uh, who was it? Um, Balu uh, Tabla, Tabla in, yeah, in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Also, in Montreal. Montreal. Also, another guy who just a young kid, amazing on the ball, homegrown. All these guys are homegrown. We're talking about and Canada uh, beasting right now. Where are they learning to play? They get like three weeks <laughs> to be outside. Well, I know in Canada, you know, uh, soccer has always been uh, like you know they were watching the Premier League. They were they were very very focused on uh, yeah. the, the the sport in general in the country. So uh, I think from a young age, even before a lot of American kids, they're they're already like uh, on board with. With, uh, with right. soccer, but Raheem Edwards, yeah, just incredibly impressive. Uh, he was uh, who was covering him the majority of the time. I think long. Uh, no, uh, Murillo, Murillo. Oh yeah, Murillo. Oh, yeah, Murillo. The, the dude with the blonde hair. Yeah. Where is he from? Because he's just like, oh, you want to get around me? All right, I'm going to hurt you. You know, <laughs> I like his, I like his steez, man. Yeah. He uh, overall, uh, even just asking the question, like, uh, you know, starting all these players. Ricketts, Ricketts has been coming off the bench. Uh, you know, either usually replacing Jovinko, yeah, uh, and and he's been amazing. I mean, he, I think he late has, game winner. I think yeah. he had three in a row, or yeah, two in a row, almost three. I think he has about five goals for the season or six. Yeah, uh, he's a monster I, and off the bench, and to be you know three or four away from like uh, the the goal leader in the right. league. But this is he benefits because he has pace. He benefits from you know having tired defenders. You yeah. know, so I don't. It's a lot like Giroud and Arsenal. I don't think he would play the same if he started. Uh, Except he actually has a ton of pace. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's it's easy to say that because like a lot of people sub and never get any kind of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Or they don't really yeah. create their own chances. Hundred percent. Rick Ricketts uh, is a guy who just kind of knows where to be. He heads the ball, amazing. The dude got ups. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. And uh, he reminds me of Kyle Lauren, but with like who drank like uh, you know a couple five. Our energies, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. He's also like sixty pounds lighter. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but still, Kyle Aaron walks around like boom, ba da ba ba boom, ba boom. You know what I mean? And Donovan Ricketts is like Donovan again to Saint to Saint Ricketts. Saint Ricketts, yeah, yeah. I just imagine it like what was it? Mad Max? Did you see Mad Max? Yeah, with a guy with a guitar. The guitar. Still don't understand that guy. Why do you need that many speakers, bro? <laughs> no, that's that's like the you know the 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 trumpets in like the Civil War era. Doesn't make any sense. You know you got to get everybody on and board. Why is he you just need you just need Metallica behind yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Enter Sandman. <laughs> uh, but great game overall, man. I, I think t- Toronto was easily the stronger team. They had way more chances. The Red Bulls. Uh, but again, the Red Bulls are like they're plucky. I don't know any other term. Like they they almost got that header. You know what I mean? If that header was redirected in a different way, I think it was from Royer, if I'm not mistaken. But if if that was just redirected slightly, I mean that's going in the in the, in the back of the net. I mean that's the thing. And as much as to Saints goal, I think should have counted, and it was garbage that offside. It, Red Bulls had opportunities as bad as they played. They're not that far behind. The fact that they have negative six in the goal differential is 
amazing because they have they have the pieces to score. Yeah, it's, again, I mean that, it's that the leadership. That's the their biggest uh, problem. I, or I, I would say defensively, that that's been the oddest thing. You know, they gave up those I think four goals against uh, Houston. Yeah, uh, they just have these one or two games where they're they've just been awful, and then the games where they they play Red Bull uh, uh, style f- style yeah. football, they don't score enough, as they call Ralph Ball. That's what they call it. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's the dude over in uh, wherever Red Bull is from, Austria, maybe. Belgium? There's a dude uh, named Rolf. Austria, I believe it's Austria. Yeah, Rolf. Rolf. And he's like, he's there, not uh, to like say the a name Ra- again. A Rolfer? You know what a Rolfer is? I do not. A Rolfer is, uh, it's like a, 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 not massage therapist, but like, it's like a, a stronger m- massage. Right. So th- these are. Th- like, th- he really jerks you off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, it's, like, this isn't relaxing <laughs> at all. Like, violent, yeah. though. <laughs> I'm a Rolfer. Oh, I gotta go. Um, so uh, that's their version of like the Bielsa Sampaoli style. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I watched like three hours of of Sampaoli documentaries on, yeah. on YouTube. Thank you, and that's YouTube. What, and that's what you rolf yourself to. <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> yeah, uh, on my own rolfer. Thank you very much. Uh, put a little bit of lotion and sand on my hand. Really get in there. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Obviously, the what are we saying? The biggest, uh, probably mo- most. Controversial play of the game was uh, the the Ricketts goal that was disallowed, which is what I'm talking about. So, all right, so we were having a little bit of a, a debate about this right Vasquez, before. right, or is it Velasquez? Vasquez, Vasquez, Vasquez. No, Vasquez. Wait, Vasquez. He wasn't even a part of the play, so I don't know what. You're so, who is it? Sheru? It was Sheru. I, uh, I think it was Sheru who took Chiru. the shot. Sheru, t- sorry, ball dudes. Okay, Sheru uh, <laughs> took the shot. It just so happened, Raheem Edwards, that Raheem Edwards was standing slightly. Well, he had they had the defensive line had moved up, so now he's offside. Yes. He didn't move into an offside position. He remained in his position and eventually became an offside position. Yes. Right. The the shot was fired directly at his legs. Yes. What would you do? That I just don't have to say anything else. What you would get you out do? Of the way. You get out of the way. So what does he do? He lifts his leg. He, he gets to, out of the way. Get he gets out of the way. way. Whatever he did, whether he split his legs open, whether he jumped out of the way, he got out of the way of the shot. He didn't want to. He did not want to interfere with the shot. What happens? The shot gets parried. It goes right to Ricketts. Ricketts fires it underneath the goalkeeper. Goes in the back net. Everyone's excited except the the referees go and talk about it, and they they decided incorrectly, if you ask me, because there's what are you going to do that Raheem Edwards? Lifting his leg and not affecting the shot in any way, shape, or form is still interfering. He, there was nothing he could do. They, okay, so the interf- unless that drone everyone was mad at me about <laughs> picks him up and takes him away. The interference is that he is blocking Luis Robles' vision right. to the side while he's in an offside position. So he is interfering while offsides, blocking the vision of the keeper. And there's nothing he could there, do. There is nothing he could do. But he was offside. So had he not been offside, that's perfectly fine. I get what yes, you're saying. Correct. Of course. And he could have hit the ball. But it is. He was offside. Now, what does he decide to do? Oh, my God. I realize I'm in an offside position. I better get out of the way of the shot that's being rifled at me very quickly yeah. from maybe three feet, five feet away max. There's nothing he can do. It is not his fault. That should not have kept, especially after the, the ball got parried. Robles saw it. Robles saw it and stopped it. That is not to St. Ricketts' fault. And it should not have counted. That should be... They should relook up this rule. They should figure it out. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, this this is a fairly new rule. 
that and by the letter of the law, they're right. The yeah, call was he, right. But he, now we see how this call makes no goddamn yeah, sense. Yeah, if you don't know, if you haven't heard of this rule, so they they kind of updated about two years ago. They updated the offsides rule. Yeah. that if a, a a player who is interfering with the play. It will even or like sort even of if they masks, don't touch the ball, yeah. yeah. If they're covering the the vision of the goalkeeper, yeah. A good example of this is it, this usually happens a lot on free, uh, on free kicks, right? right? And the the ball is is crossed in, and a player might be offsides, and he like backs up into the keeper a little oh, bit. Not even it doesn't have to touch the keeper, but he, if he looks like he's going for the ball, uh, even if he if he, he might uh, be in an offside position, but if he looks like he's going for the ball but doesn't touch it and it goes in. That's offsides, right? It doesn't matter if he didn't touch it because he because he, he gave he you gave get, the indication that he may be but, and you affected himself. the keeper's uh, direction to to move. Because one could argue that uh, Robles could have probably stopped the ball if Raheem Edwards wasn't in the way. He wouldn't have parried it. He he, he possibly could have just stopped the ball and caught it. I mean, that's uh, it's very difficult to say. I don't think you can argue that. But uh, but this is why this is why the, the that's like saying if I had abs. I take my shirt off. I just, but I can't even process that. No, That's like it's not even under just, my belly. <laughs> don't even worry about just the skinny belly. It's just so impossible right? to me. I can't even fathom. Right? Like, like imagine you enjoyed eating. Right? Like ima- the things that are difficult to imagine. Yes, they're very difficult to process. Uh, son, of a, son of a bitch. <laughs> but the game did end one-one. Uh, Toronto, they're they're uh, and I'm, this is, has nothing to do with Red Bull. I don't hate Red Bull. They did not deserve three uh, a point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't talk about the goal that they did get from uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. The, Which, the, yeah, it was. The, a, I mean, I, I don't even know what to call it. The, you know, I call it a unicycle kick. Yeah, it's not a bicycle <laughs> at all. You know what it is? It's a. It's a. It's a soul cycle kick, right? <laughs> it's like a stationary bicycle. <laughs> he kept one foot on the ground he, he and kind of leaned an, back. An, an elliptical kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was in no way, shape, or form. He stairmastered this joint. Look, Bradley Wright Phillips. Look, the dude got quality. We we're not knocking him, but uh, no one's saying anything about that. <laughs> but we we got him when if you see this goal if you didn't see it just look up the highlights i mean it's he did a bicycle kick while having one foot on the ground i mean he, you know what he did he kept one foot on the ground and like lean back and then fell you know yeah, what i mean he, he, he was listening he was watching terror squad videos yeah. he was like, ts <laughs> doing fat joe lean yeah. back and <laughs> yeah. and it was it was just kind of like i've never really seen a bicycle kick like that uh it, it, it was, i've seen him before it looked almost like um like a clearance, like if you on defense and right. you're trying to clear the ball behind you, that's kind of what it looked like. But he did that into the. Or it net. looked like some Sunday league shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, look, it- Cooligans FC would be very lucky <laughs> to get something like this. And might I add? May, may I say that I I saw the standings. Oh yeah, they're not. You good. haven't won yet. We have not. We the season's over. We didn't win one game. We got one draw. Ouch. So we got yeah. We had a tough. I actually. Uh, and I'd like to remind everyone that when I asked if I could play on a team named after a <laughs> podcast I co-host yeah. and a show, a YouTube channel that I co-host, yeah. what was I told? I was told, uh, you were told, uh, get away from me, fatty. You're not allowed to play. You're disgusting. I mean, Clean that was yourself. the emotion. That was the emotion. Wait, By the it, way, I'm I, glad I stopped that. Because <laughs> it, like it was going to get very disrespectful. Uh, I was told, you looked at me like, first of all, like I said, hey. Let's go get salads. That's what you looked at me. You you looked at me with shock and awe, and then you said, "Well, no, because we want to win." Yeah. And that, what that, happened? And, and what uh, happened this season? Let me just be clear that that hasn't changed. That yeah. desire to win. Yeah. That burning desire. To- Apparently, it's effective because <laughs> one draw. And also, and I believe I was there for that draw. I, I I told you you're more than welcome 
to play. Mm-mm. This is after I've brought it up about thirty five times. Of course, because <laughs> the the, the, level of, the level of guilt that I'm already must be eating me up. <laughs> but at, at this point, I'm not really concerned about winning or losing when it comes to you playing. I'm really just more concerned about your well being and your health. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I what mean, it is. Do you, you, I'm I'm absolutely gassed playing five minutes in a game. Yeah. And well, I mean, there's constant substitutions. <laughs> I mean, I go yeah. out there, I kick the ball a little bit, come back, and then I just walk away. You know what I mean? I just walk. I just away. go home. Maybe I splash myself with a yeah. little bit of water just from the East hang, River. Hang the boots up. Just hang yeah, the jersey just up. You're the wave. <laughs> pull the hoagie out of my backpack and just Dude, walk away. Grab the mic. Do a John Terry celebration. <laughs> just so we stop the game. We stop you the guys game. do the honor guard. <laughs> This is like uh, the ref is like we're we're three minutes in. Why are we doing this? And it's just an honor guard. I'm holding a baby. <laughs> Whose baby is that? I just want to say I want to thank everyone who helped me get to this level. Just an honor. I'm autographing my boots, giving them back you're, to you're, the store. Owner. Somehow your dad's in the stands. You yeah, <laughs> he actually made it he made for it. something. He showed up for something. He's yelling, "You want life insurance? I need to sell life insurance." So, oh. God. Oh, Yes, uh, but you know what? I I didn't score a goal all season for Cool Against FC. But oh boy! I, I did get to play in an, karma in another game with uh, with the, the guy, a couple of the guys that run NYC Footy, Joe and and G. Yeah, um, Joe, great and great goalkeeper too. Uh, by he, the way, he's amazing. Uh, but I, I did score a goal this uh, this weekend. Uh, a, a pretty sick goal. I was very proud of myself. Uh, it was a, a, a you're like I pushed a girl. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was a long ball. Right. The ball's bouncing around. I uh, we're both sort of like heading it up. The 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 guy kind of um, the defender missed like didn't really clear it. He hit it straight up. So as the ball's coming down, he didn't head it again. So I went. And he's a bigger. He was bigger than me. And he, I uh, I went around him, put my foot around him. Uh, and, and tapped the ball towards the goal, then went around the other way, and then blasted it in on the bottom. Wow! Corner. Yeah, that's I, like your own little bird camp against Newcastle goal. It was. Uh, I was just losing my mind. Awesome. Well, I hope you never win again uh, <laughs> until I touch that pitch <laughs> as a member of Cooligans FC. So, and I hope you never score again. So, so um, uh, well, we're going to talk about some more uh, MLS games. Yeah, in the next that, that wasn't that wasn't even the most exciting game. Yeah, but we have uh, we have an interview today. Oh yeah, baby! Speaking uh, of MLS, speaking of MLS, I mean, look and. Uh, you know, MLS in general is is a a, a a league that's near and dear to us. We're you know we're we know it's not perfect. No, and we've we've pretty much gone all in on MLS. You know, yeah. we we very rarely now even talk about Premier League or any or of the, the other leagues. stuff. Yeah, because we're, there's so much to talk about with MLS. Exactly, and there's this concerted effort to uh, uh, build the, just more interest, even just from from our own perspective. Like we want to love the league more. We yeah. want to be more interested in it. And this we, is our way of connecting to it. And and, and and doing this podcast, what I've enjoyed the most is uh, being able to basically, you know, befriend people from different supporters groups. Yeah. Because uh, uh, all these teams have, uh, uh, you know, passionate supporters of their team. I mean, we've had a great, like, obviously talking to Atlanta United supporters, Sounders supporters. Uh, yeah. Tropic Sounders, Jay Riddle. Like, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. Guys yeah. Footy, Footy Mob. Mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kale Parker. All yeah. these people, like. Uh, Igor. Uh, Igor. Yeah, Portland. Yeah. Like, th- this has been. Uh, uh, the league in itself is the thing that brought us together for sure. So they, they're even though people are like MLS, no promotion, like, yeah. and they get mad about all these other things. But there is at its core, there is something kind of unifying and and beautiful about that, right? And it's it, to me, it reminds me of like 
you know, all the subculture kids in high school. Yeah. It's like, I didn't get what they were doing, but they got it. And it feels like it's sort of taking a turn out of that. It feels like that's what it was. And it's starting to feel like MLS is becoming a lot more mainstream. And, you know, seeing what some of these, like, you know, speaking of all the clubs that we just talked about, what their fan bases have been able to do. It feels like it's building to something so much bigger. And we're honored to be a part of it from the beginning. But we're going to continue to ride for MLS. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's sort of our promise to you guys. We want to we want to build this fan base. If you're not a huge fan of MLS and you listen to us, that's awesome. That's what we want. We want you to sort of start to care a little bit more about the league because look how much fun we're watching, listening. And I mean, we're, we're having listening and watching to it. You know, yeah, they, what the hell? you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's heckling it's jive. Heckling jive. <laughs> I'm, becoming, I'm becoming a little jive right now, actually. <laughs> but yeah, there there is uh, just after having this conversation with Greg Lawless, who is. Yeah, the, who's, that's who we're going to interview. Who we're going to be talking to. And Which we haven't talked to him yet. Remember, <laughs> of course, that mysticism a lot. Uh, be, you know, uh, Greg is the, the head of uh, digital content. At yeah, MLS. he was the MLS editor in chief. And now he sort of manages all of their digital content. Yeah. So, I mean, he, this is the person who is very much involved in getting the word out of MLS and and and. Uh, uh, and bringing that content even you know all the videos with with all the the analysts and everything i mean yeah, even the, even stuff with just regular talent stuff that does that's not technical yeah you know? so he's in charge of all of that so or sometimes not that exciting you know whatever <laughs> you know well that's what you know, we'll say the first they are talent we'll say that with quotes <laughs> whatever that's uh, okay whatever there's no bitterness here no not at all <laughs> but uh it was a great conversation and it, it's definitely something if you're a fan of mls this is uh this is something you want to hear so um Everyone, uh, get ready. We'll be talking to <laughs> Mr. Greg Lawless. Greg Lawless. So we spoke to his brother and now him. Yeah, so, all, all the Lawless family. Yeah, so his mom, their mom's going to be next. <laughs> We're going to go cousins. Cousins, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll be right back after this message with an interview with Greg Lawless. Listen up. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. Uh, we're going to ask you to help us out just a little bit. You've seen some of the shirts we're wearing. They're on the Volley Apparel. They're absolutely incredible. It's kind of like a hip-hop, soccer-themed type of whole a clothing brand. They're absolutely incredible. Yeah, you can wear the stuff, uh, you know, to... to to the outside, you got where to hang out. You can wear what you know. It's gear. You can wear it to play. You can wear it to the White House. You can wear it to the trap house. Yeah, exactly. Either <laughs> you can wear the same outfit to both of those places, <laughs> and maybe for some people that's the same house. So uh, you could absolutely wear it at all different occasions. It's really cool. And guess what? If you use the code Cooligans, C O O L I G A N S, you're not only going to get twenty percent off, but we're going to get some of that money, which is really cool. Yeah, you'll be supporting uh, the Cooligans by just buying fly clothing. Right. So you save money, and we make a little, which we're going to pump all back into the show just to help promote it and get more people listening, which would really help us out. So you want to look fly for the summer? Go to go to onthevolleyapparel.com. Go get yourself some gear. How about you save some money by putting in the word Cooligan, C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S, and we make a little scratch. That does sound good. Huh? It's not sound, bad. Not good. Sound good? It's like our own little trap house. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, also, they also sell cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not, maybe not cocaine, but go out and buy yourself. That discount's not going to work on coke, but it will work on dope gear. Also, if you're buying cocaine, don't mention the Cooligans at all. Don't say the Cooligans at all. We're not going to make any money off of that. We promise our parole officers. Check out onthevolleyapparel.com. Yeah, baby, it's the Cooligans. It is the Cooligans. And uh, another, I mean, I feel like the last few weeks, we've just been nailing it with these interviews. We've been crushing it. We've been doing, we'll be doing what everyone expects us to do, which get, is knocking it out of the park. Getting some hot guests. Yeah. Get, you know, getting in, into that, <laughs> that, that, you know, intense first take debate. Absolutely. <laughs> no, we have very polite conversations yeah. with our guests. We're, we're like, we're, we're, we're like, um, I was, I lost what I was going to say. I was, <laughs> man, we're good at this. I was going to say we're like a golasso, a call in also. 
Okay, yeah, wow. you probably should have left the You should have forgotten that part, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, the person we're speaking to, and, and this is big for us because, you know, we've, we've noticed, we've been watching a lot of MLS content for a long time. We've been reading a lot of MLS content. And also, MLS is the first league I know of that just go ahead went ahead and centralized all of their all of their content and all that noise you hear in the background is the guy we're going to speak to <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the brother of the gentleman we recently had on yeah keep it going clap your hands unless you're driving for greg lawless everybody hey, greg. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> what's up greg thanks for joining us man thank you well I, I appreciate being called a hot guest yeah, yeah. that's right well we met you in person and we're <laughs> like we got to call him hot yeah, yeah. I was, you know we were both like just eyeing you up and down like i'm like we're like look at this tall drink of water <laughs> nice I, I i appreciate being objectified in that way. there you yeah. go well i'm we're happy to do it <laughs> now I, I also want to just discuss the colonazo yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you were going to say colonoscopy. It sounds a lot worse. It's like a really good colonoscopy. There you go. It's like a, it's a fast one. It's an express one, which we may be getting soon. Uh, technology being what it is and insurance being what it is. We may be doing drive-by, uh, drive-through colonoscopies. Oh, that'd be nice. Colonosos. Oh, I don't know if that would be nice. i got to be honest. That's a good point. You know what? Luckily, there's smarter people than all of us figuring this out. Um, for for those people who, who've heard your name and certainly have heard your voice because you you've been on extra time i mean you, you co-host of extra time radio uh waiting for jajins jajins uh, gajins. Gajins? waiting for gajins gajins which is your twitter handle which i've, I've it is i've always pronounced so. it gajitans gajitans um yeah, I, I don't know what the actual so it's it, it's named after a guy named joe gajins who was the uh, guy who scored the goal against england at the 1950 world cup um and he was haitian so I'm sure there is a a very beautifully pronounced like you know Gajon or something like that. Right. But I I can't do it. So I, mean, I, I can't even get croissant right. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can eat it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you no longer do that podcast, but you're still a part of Extra Time Radio, and yep. you were recently the the editor in chief. But now you've switched, right? You're you're I guess the head of content now. Yeah, I'm the head of content for MLS. Uh, I was editor in chief for a long time of MLSsoccer.com, and um, we recently sort of restructured a little bit. So I uh, got, um, they tell me it's a promotion, but it, it, you know, it just means more headaches and more people uh, <laughs> Hilarious. You know, to, to complain about stuff. But no, it's, it was good. I was um, given a lot more responsibility to oversee the content across the board for MLS. And uh, it's been a, a, an amazing challenge, um, but also a lot of fun. Now for everyone listening, what exactly does that mean? Because you you have to be the first league that I know of that has sort of centralized a lot of its, I guess, publicity or, or writing well, or beat writing. No, not not really. So like the NFL did it, MLB did it, um, the NHL did it, the NBA did it. Do you want me to keep going on? All <laughs> no, these? I guess I'm wrong. Not being the first. Um, so, but MLS did it a while back, um, and and really what happened is that. Um, in 2010, we sort of relaunched it all, and I came on board, and we hired out a full like editorial team and a video team, um, and we launched MLSsoccer.com in 2010. And, I mean, what it really means to sort of oversee the content is I oversee the website, and I oversee all the videos that we create, and we distribute beyond our channels as well. So the things that go out on social, we share content with our broadcast partners and with our international cast partners um and just the way i look at it is i am the um the the biggest storyteller among us i have a whole team of storytellers 
And so I just sort of oversee that team as we tell stories about the league, about the players, about the clubs, about the fans. Um, and, you know, hopefully fans like these stories and, and it helps them become, uh, you know, I don't want to say better fans, but more invested in their clubs and and helps them feel connected to their clubs as the way I think a fan should. So, And, and that's one thing I've always been curious about, especially um, reading, reading. We met a lot of the, the writers uh, at MLS Cup and I'm, yep. I, I'm just curious about how what what's what's. What's been the the, the strategy specifically? Because just for us, uh, being comedians, being MLS fans, uh, we all, we talk about this amongst ourselves. Like, how do we get more people interested in in not only the MLS but and also what we're doing from a comedic perspective? Because we always think about how to layer uh, humor and the MLS at the same time. Because for 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 a lot of people in the in the comedy world, when we we talk about MLS. It's usually that it's the butt of the joke. They're making fun yeah. of, the, of the fact that MLS is not as popular as like leagues in Europe. Or yeah, it starts off with making fun of us for being soccer fans, and then eventually right. it's like, oh wait, they they've heard the term like Juventus. They know who Cristiano Ronaldo is. There may not be as as much knowledge as to what we're doing. NYCFC has kind of changed that actually. A lot of people yeah. are sort of are talking about that, but it, they really don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, so th- that's basically the question. What, what, what are the? Uh, maybe we, maybe we can just like uh, this steal might be, your goals. <laughs> no, so, so, this might be well, just a work meeting for how yeah, to market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, I, my hourly rate is very <laughs> good. Um, we can afford so far zero. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I gotta go, guys. Bye. Yeah. Uh, no, um, look, uh, I, I think that there are some analogies in all this, and, and those things that you're talking about, whether it's the butt of the joke or all that thing. We've all heard it, right? And I frankly think that if if people are still making that joke, they're either number one, not paying attention, and honestly, not worth my time or our time necessarily. For sure. Um, right? Because it's going to be really hard to get somebody to, you know, um, I guess the way I think about it is I would never spend time to get a, you know, devout Catholic, uh, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, like a pro- um, Protestant or no, no, Christian. No, a, a, no, I'm not even thinking about um, religion. A devout classical music fan. Okay. To listen to Soundgarden. Yeah. Right? So, so that, it, it's because I mean, it's not going to necessarily they're, work. They're, they're missing out. Right? Yeah. There's some hits out there. Yeah. Don't don't mock Soundgarden. Or no. Definitely hang up. Not at all. No, no. So so like a music fan to listen to Soundgarden is not necessarily going to happen. But if you have a classical music fan who also maybe listens to, I don't know, like. Um, jazz all right? right well now you're getting a little bit closer so let me talk to that group and then maybe i find a classical music fan who listens to jazz who also kind of likes um you know uh james taylor or something like that the way i look at it is great i'm gonna go and find sound gardens um you know acoustic version of spoon man and play it for that person and they're going to say hey that's kind of cool what's that all about and then i can introduce them to soundgarden that's a really good way of looking at it thank you um and so like trying to think about ways that we can find that audience person that right person who would be interested um and then you know not tell them right away you need to listen to you know the original version of spoon man but say hey you know give us a taste you know it's it's like it's a courtship if you will um and and once you have a little bit of a taste maybe you have a little bit more so and you've been doing uh, this since day one with mlssoccer.com right we're doing it with mlssoccer look i I think that you know what you guys are doing 
is really, really profound and important in this way too, because we're gonna we're gonna make that a drop. By the way, <laughs> sorry, sorry. These two are geniuses. Um, so the 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 thing that I think is is important is that it's not just with MSR.com, but I do feel like I've been doing it for soccer for twenty years, right? And I I look back when the first couple of years of MLS. And I remember the feeling I had when I was, you know, playing or sitting the bench and not playing um, was this sense of, I just want to share this with everybody. And I need to be almost like a preacher as much as I need to be a player. Um, and I think that this community that exists uh, around soccer and around MLS specifically, the reason I bring up Soundgarden in that analogy is it's kind of like alternative rock back in the late 80s, where a few people might have heard of Mother Love Bone. A few people had heard of Soundgarden's first record or first major label record or whatever. But Nirvana's Nevermind had not dropped. Right. right? Yeah. And we're just waiting for that. And the Cooligans are going to be <laughs> Nevermind. Well, so far, so many people are saying Nevermind and not listening. But I like where you're going. I guess you've seen it from the beginning from a content side, watching what some of these new, you know, watching some of the traditional ones. And I know you used to color commentate for New England Revolution. So let's say them New England Revolution versus yeah. Orlando City or Atlanta. Atlanta's breaking records. What is yeah. I, I, maybe you're seeing what some of the SEO searches are or whatnot. I'm not sure if you're the right person to ask this question, but from your perspective, what is it that the new clubs are doing so different? Because you still can't get people to Gillette, you know, or yeah, to Foxborough. Well, no, Gillette is right. Gillette, okay. So, yeah, so um, I, I, I think that new clubs, number one, they are um, leveraging a lot of the foundational work that the older clubs did. Um, and I think that like, let's start with the, the Atlantas and the Orlandos. They took a lot of lessons that other clubs, the mistakes that other clubs have made or the missteps. And they said, how can we learn from that? And then they can apply it as they launch their clubs. So, you know, Orlando, they've done so many things right in terms of making sure that they're part of the community, embracing what the the real quote unquote Orlando is like, not the one that's around Disneyland and Epcot and Universal, right? Not the tourist side of Orlando, which is clearly important to that city, but all the people that actually live there and saying, this is a, this is something for you, not for the tourists necessarily. Um, you look at Atlanta and I think Atlanta has done a really good job of embracing a community there that is very different from the football Falcons, Georgia tech community and said this is the new atlanta this is a different atlanta maybe not new but it's the different atlanta and we embrace all of that um, i think new york city fc has done a lot of that as well and yeah said, you know what yeah the rebels are one thing this is what we are um but they're building on the foundations that other clubs have made and the mistakes that other clubs have made um and i look at the revolution and i think that you know they have uh continued to be a, 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 an important club. Um, but I think that, you know, they themselves are always sort of looking at new ways to think about their club. Um, I think a lot of, of the original clubs, let's say, look at something like what Kansas City did and think, is there an opportunity to rebrand or is there an opportunity to change the narrative around my club um, the way a Kansas City did 
around becoming Sporting KC. And now they are such a part of the landscape in Kansas City, not just sporting landscape, but cultural landscape. I, I say um, I, I think New England should just rebrand to the, the New England Southeast. And it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. everybody gets mugged on the way in. Some of us have a very soft spot for Southie. <laughs> yeah, yes, as, as do we. Uh, he's from Brooklyn and I'm born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. Southie is our home if we go to Boston. Uh, I guess you guys, you're you're also a part of the kicking and screaming. Um, it's more of now of a media company. It's not even just a a sort of a part of the Tribeca Film Festival. You want to talk to our fans a little bit about well, that? Yeah, so we've never actually been part of the Tribeca Film Festival. Um, okay. We've used to do the festival at the Tribeca Cinemas downtown. Uh, rest in peace, Tribeca Cinemas, unfortunately. Um, but so Kicking and Screening Soccer Film Festival is its own thing. Um, it started in 2009, and we're now, we're, I guess this is year eight, eight year nine? No, year nine. Wow. Um, and it's coming up next month. It's coming up in June, June 6th through June 9th. Um, got some great films that are going to be showing, including uh, the opening film is one called Inside a Volcano, which is about the Iceland national team that everyone went gaga for last summer during the Euros. Um, and most importantly, we have complimentary Icelandic beer. Uh, on hand. Say so what um, now? <laughs> exactly. All right. See. Now we're so, talking. Um, I, I, yeah, how so, do how do you? Uh, I think that the label must be must extend to like several other beers because you know like, those are the big names. Yeah, no vowels. <laughs> it's all consonants. It, it, it's the shortest Icelandic word that exists. <laughs> okay. It's called, called Einstock. Uh, Einstock. So Not bad. Einstock. By the way, okay. Christian was asking, how do you bridge the gap of people who aren't MLS fans with MLS? This is how you do it. Beer. Offer free beer. beer. <laughs> Come on now. That brings beer everybody together. Yes. So, and um, what, that's going to be June 2nd, correct? June, June 6th. 6th. June 6th through the 9th. Uh, Kickingandscreening.com for all the info, trailers, tickets, all that kind of thing. We've got some partnerships with some cool people. Uh, we've got Einstock for beer. We've got a partnership with Venezia FC, the Italian team that just was promoted to the second division. Um, it's kind of a random partnership, but they're owned by New Yorkers. And uh, so that'll be exciting. Yeah. We've seen a lot um, of stuff. A friend of ours went to go work there. Sonia. Yeah. We love yeah. Sonia. Right? Yeah. She's so, great. She's amazing. And she's a part of this, the idea of what Venezia is all about in terms of thinking differently about what a, a lower division club uh, can be, you know? So um, that's some, some of the stuff we're going to talk about actually with Venezia during the festival. So I guess for for all the fans and and um, I know I know you have to run, but uh, what is it that people should expect uh, from MLSsoccer dot com? You know, uh, content wise, anything new coming up? Anything you guys are going to try? Hey, well, look, you guys are New York City FC fans, right? Yeah, so, we talk about the whole league, though. Yeah, I know, but we just dropped a, a really cool documentary short doc about Jack Harrison. Oh, I saw um, that. I saw that. So yeah, that was awesome. He, See, it's brilliant. It was a brilliant piece of content, wasn't it? I, I, I agree so. It actually mimicked uh, a lot of what we talked about when we interviewed him a year ago. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> not true at all. Um, but we're trying to tell that story. Uh, you know, some of the things that, that we're, you know, getting up, geared up for is like, you know, all-star voting is going to come up soon, and that's always a big deal. And, uh, you know, getting in there to vote for your, for your favorite players. And, um and what could we do more? Really, what could we do more of? We meaning myself uh, and Christian, but also the fans. I, I think that the the thing the fans can continue to do is just to believe, um, and and realize that the, that all of us as fans. And by the way, I am also a season ticket holder of the New York Red Bulls because I think it's important to be a fan as well, not just to work for the league. So um, I I think that we as fans, 
if we believe and take pride in that belief of what we, what it is that we're a part of, I think that it goes a long way to then empowering ourselves to, as you said, bring a fan, a friend to a, um, buy him a beer at the game or her, right? Um, not being when the guy makes the butt of the joke, as you started with the with MLS as the butt of the joke, is to challenge him or her to say, "Well, have you been to a game? Have you watched a game?" So you're you're mocking us, but you don't really understand. You're mocking something you don't understand. I just get into a fist fight with him. Yeah, yeah. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah, he can't handle it. You know. Oh well, you know, that's, that's I'll that def- makes sense. That's that's like Tuesday in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding so. me? Salvi FC, and we we won't go ahead. You know, we actually, I, to your point, we, we've brought a lot of fans. In fact, we have a series that we started. We haven't been able to com, uh, continue because it is not very cost effective, but it was called First Time Ever, where we brought a comedian, another comedian, Pete Lee, who just crushed I, it on I the Tonight Show. I watched First Time Ever. Oh, there you go. Watched it. And, and he, I saw the one where you brought the comedian. I liked it a lot. And uh, hey, look, here's what's fortuitous about this conversation. Uh, give me a call off the record and we can talk about your series. Ah, that we will do. The fans heard it here first. Uh, But the thing was, he loves it after that. And he had been to a couple of college games when he was in college. He absolutely loves it. If it wasn't for his tour schedule, he'd be there with us every weekend. And that's something that we tell all the fans is bring someone, you know, who might just want to spend an hour and a half watching a great game because it really is that much fun. And you'll want to come back. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, and there's nothing like the live experience, right? And nothing. And I would, and I would put our fans up against fans anywhere in the world of any, um, because I think that they they bring the noise, uh, they bring the passion, and and I think that that's 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 what it's all about. And you know, I I know stories of people coming over from from Europe or South America going, "Wow, I had no idea." that, you know, you guys had TIFO and chants and supporters groups and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, we do. We're legit here. Yeah, we we had a friend uh, visiting from London and a big Arsenal fan. Yeah, he he goes by Gunner Punner on the internet. And he was was just like... He said it was better atmosphere than the Emirates at Yankee Stadium. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm an Arsenal fan. That one hurt. <laughs> but no, it, you know, the, the, dif- the difference between, you know, watching... It was called the library for a reason. Yes, I know. I miss Highbury, all right? What am I going to do? Once you... And like what? You left the library, you went to the corporate offices. Yeah. Right? So it's like even quieter. Jeez. All right, I'm not going to say anything because you, you just offered us something, so I'm going to be nice. <laughs> I, I usually feel like Europeans, when they come to MLS games, they, they, I, they're generally surprised at how, like... Uh, uh, safe it is. Yeah, you know, they, they don't. Have yeah, to, totally. They don't, yeah, their 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 wives are not going to be murdered on the way to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, and players feel the same way. Players come. And For like, sure. Diego Valeri. Yeah, yeah. But... Diego Valeri talked about that. He's yeah, like, I can bring my family to the game, and it's an enjoyable experience, and they can be fans. And they're as not well. going to be kidnapped, which is always important. So. I think. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for taking the time to spend uh, yeah, spend the course. time with us. Um, and everyone should go to MLSsoccer.com, Right? Is it anywhere yes, else? They should. Um, well, anywhere. I mean, at MLS on Twitter or the YouTube ML- channel. YouTube is slash MLS and, and Instagram MLS and Snapchat MLS and uh, and then go to kickingandscreening.com and buy lots of tickets to films. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Greg. Cool. Thanks, guys. Take it easy, buddy. Take care. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You know what would help us out even more? Not just listening. Thank you so much for putting, you know, five-star reviews and telling all your friends about us. Uh, we're going to ask you to do one more thing, and that's to hit a button. That's not that hard. It's not a, it's not a big request. No, just go to YouTube.com slash Soccer Cooligans and hit that subscribe button. It would help us out tremendously. That's right. We're, uh, you know, in the world we live in, 
of uh, you know followers and subscribers ugh. and ugh, with entertainment industry. These numbers are important. <laughs> but look, we put a lot of work into our YouTube channel. Uh, we you know we we're editing these videos. We're not, we don't have a, a giant production team doing all this That's stuff. Right. We are the production. We team. are the, the guys you're hearing right now. You know those two idiots you hear right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That those are the guys editing all the stuff. We're working while you're not hearing us. <laughs> uh, and it would really help us out if you just uh, shared shared our content with other people. But also if you just hit subscribe, if you have not do that for us that would be absolutely awesome the more eyes we get on it the better we feel about ourselves exactly so make sure you go to youtube.com soccercooligans hit that subscribe button and we will love you forever and we're back back. i hope you enjoyed that conversation i know i did with greg (laughs) gregory lawless yeah gregory i don't think anyone's ever called him gregory (laughs) um yeah yeah, we're like a you know a concerned parent who's like gregory get get to get to your room Get off the shed, Gregory. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that was a great interview. And, um, you know, I, I like his perspective because he doesn't play for the league. He works for the league. And it's similar to the conversation we had with Matt Doyle. It's like, you know, when you play for the league, it feels, especially like for us, we feel like maybe sometimes we have to soft step if we have any, you know, uh, real poignant, uh, you know, things to say that may not be positive. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to people who work for the league, we like to get in there and ask him the tough questions. And I think he's right. I think if you're if you're a fan of the league, if you're a fan of our podcast, the same thing you're doing for the league, you should do for our podcast, which is just tell everyone about it. Yeah. Also, you should pay to come watch us. Yeah. And continue to believe. <laughs> believe I like in, that. Believe in the Cooligans. Please believe in us. Because <laughs> guess who doesn't? Everyone, we're, everyone who loves us. So it's just you guys. <laughs> yeah. Our closest friends and family yeah. constantly remind us how we're never going to make it. I've said it on this podcast before. I'll say it again. I've been in comedy for about 10 years now, and my mom still hasn't come to see me perform. Do you think she even knows I talk about <laughs> soccer on the internet? The answer is no. Uh, but guess who does? You guys. And Greg Lawless. An awesome interview. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of it, Greg. That's right. So uh, we're also going to be a part of the Kicking and Screening Festival that uh, that we were discussing. Yeah, that's right. So on, uh, so go to kickingandscreening.com if you're in New York, June 6th through 9th. There are going to be several films, but on June 7th, uh, we're going to be on the panel discussing yeah. uh, the film. 90 uh, Minutes of War. Well, we're not going to be discussing that. We're going to be talking about, you know, Mixing comedy and sports, or comedy and yeah, we're not going to uh, be soccer. Yeah, specifically going over the details. We're going to tell you because we had shot no, for shot. What we, we think we, of the movie. <laughs> just wait, no, don't ask the director. <laughs> Talk to us. So we know no, that you asked the director. We're like, oh, we'll take this one. <laughs> uh, I think what you were looking for. <laughs> but we're going to be a part of the festival. So uh, June seventh, go to kickingandscreening dot com. You can get tickets uh, to see uh, to see the film to see us. Uh, and uh, this is a big deal for us. We're a part big... of the panel. We're not disrupting the show. We're not grabbing microphones. Normally, yeah, we would just yeah. heckle and just yeah. be like heckle and jive, <laughs> heckle and jive. Um, but we're actually going to be a, a part of it. So it's, it, this is a very big deal for us. So if yeah. you want to, uh, we're not hosting it. We are a part of the panel. Yeah, we are we, guests. We are guests. So uh, yeah, it's all, and, and it's also uh, an opportunity to to uh, get to see and meet people around uh, like the, the the world of soccer. I mean, we. You know, for the there, there's a lot of people that are uh, very interested in growing, uh, growing the game from a cultural perspective, and and events Absolutely. like this, events like this are, uh, are, you know, are how that happens. So, right. and as you know about the Cooligans, we do it all for the culture. We do. We're doing it for the culture. I mean, so <laughs> it is what it is. You know, we're like the Migos of uh, soccer podcasts. Uh, correct. Correct. Let me just take out my fronts. Uh, so, can, <laughs> yeah. so I'm not doing yeah. this all day. <laughs> just sucking all that disgusting metallic water out of it. I had, I had fronts for like, I don't know, two weeks. 
Wow. I'm just the first four teeth, all gold. Glad Terrible. I did not Because I got the fangs. <laughs> you got, you were that kid. No, no, you see, no, I have fangs. You have fangs. Yeah, I kind of. See how sharp my teeth are I on have that? fangs too. Yeah, so I got, and I got those just made a little bigger and ooh, was it embarrassing and disgusting. Okay. I ate Burger King and I was like, I got to get this thing out of my mouth. <laughs> I cannot enjoy this Burger King. Yeah, vampires tend to uh, have <laughs> an <Burger> e- <laughs> <King>. <laughs> This is uh, Maybe what? that was the problem. Was that I ate Burger what King. What is the Yelp review here? <laughs> <laughs> this is no good. <laughs> he still has that like Belgian accent <laughs> or Austrian accent. I can't tell. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed that. And let's get let's get back into. I want to drink a shake. <laughs> That's all I have in my head. <laughs> Let's discuss some more uh, MLS. Uh, this, this was, again, like we were talking at the top of the show, a bunch of great games. And uh, we have to discuss uh, Atlanta returning to Bobby Dodd. We should start doing uh, cool against power rankings because, you, like you were mentioning before, in, in Atlanta, again. Well, our it, power rankings would make no sense week to week because we would be like, the union are going to be relegated yeah, in, into yeah. the second division of Liga MX. And then the next week, they're <laughs> like, I don't know if you know, they just won the Champions League. <laughs> Philly Union. <laughs> and they get a free seed. In the World Cup, so... <laughs> Nothing would make any sense. The ridiculous Cooligans <laughs> power ranking. We might just do that. We might just do it. And you know what? The problem with it is that it's more work and... Oh, God, you, you, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be I've me. i hit my max. It would be me doing... Yeah. Or we could just do it on Twitter. Uh, well, we just tweet it out. More power, more power ranking well, to you. You and I will text each other, and then we'll screen cap that and post it. Okay. And yeah. Just, yeah. I'm glad we figured that. Have that. You have that meeting. That <laughs> company meeting. Build business chat here. Here. Uh, no. Let's. Uh, Which, let's, by the way, it's the second time we've done it on this podcast, both with Greg Lyles. <laughs> by the way, look out for what we were talking about. We've had a phone call since then, which we pause the podcast because, as everyone knows, that conversation just took place right now, <laughs> um, and uh, he definitely did not know uh, that it did take place before. Uh, the lead singer of Soundgarden passed away, by the way. So that's right. It uh, wasn't. He wasn't being insensitive. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Yeah, is that who it is? That yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> Soundgarden's a great band. Uh, is it? I know that you have. You don't really know their music. No, uh, I I think I've heard his music, but I thought it was Pearl Jam. Because they both like, wow, what an homage. That's Chris Cornell. That's all I, that's all I, he's a very, he's a good music. I wasn't too much into Soundgarden as much as I was into Audio Slave. Audio Slave was his second band. I've heard of Audio Slave. That was like a super band, right? That was like a famous person from each band that had somehow like somebody died of heroin overdose or something. Um, I don't know who you're referring to. So Just like all the bands. All the bands all have the- a heroin overdose in them. That's how you can't. Yes, that's the name of the band, Heroin Overdose. <laughs> it's not a bad band. The lyrics are great. I can't understand it. Uh, everyone's asleep. I was I was more of an audio slave guy. And uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who is it? Uh, Morello? Tom Morello? From, he was from Rage Against the Machine. Oh, he- I know him. He wore the hat that said commie. And it used to piss me off when I was growing up because I'm Cuban. Yeah, you are a communist. Um, no, no. no. I communist. I <laughs> oh, I didn't. Under- I don't oh. think you get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Understand. Oh, I didn't understand. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about uh, capitalists. Uh, Atlanta United <laughs> uh, and Houston, Houston Dynamo. Very much capitalist uh, clubs. Uh, yes. A, a great game, obviously. You know, the Amirong uh, hat trick. Is Beast. Obviously, blew up, blew up, uh, blew up the internet. You know, one of the things that I think stands out about the way Atlanta plays, which is incredible. Jay Jay Riddle is absolutely right. It's electric. It, it it's it's fun to watch. It, it staring at Amidong. I mean, you could just watch him play the game. Forget everything else that's happening around him. And uh, which call it? 
I it's it's going to be like you know it's going to be exciting. Yeah, he you know? it, watching you know and having the the chance to see Atlanta United play here in New York the, uh watching Almiron play is is you you clearly see who's the best guy on the team. You know, it's even even on NYCFC you can't really say that. I mean, we know Villa cuz he's burying all these shots, but He's from from an athletic perspective. You don't see Villa, and you're like, oh, that's clearly the better guy. He's yeah, just no. he, he's just such a smart player and knows where to be. Yeah, and I think that's also part of just being older. I mean, Al yeah. Dong is yeah, is a much younger guy. But and and that's the thing is that to see that kind of talent, uh, you know, sort of dwarf almost everyone else. I mean, Joseph Martinez is not there right now, but right. seeing. Seeing that Almiron carry this team without one of, without their leading goal scorer has been pretty impressive. Right, and you know how the ball like falls at his feet a lot. I yeah. mean, that's part of the way they play, though. They put a lot of pressure on the other team when they get the ball, when they get possession. So you're going to have moments where the ball just sort of like it happened to Gressel. You know, it just kind of like fell to his feet. Yeah, that was what a gift. I mean, geez. young man, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I would sky that thing nine times out of ten. If that I mean, that, but again, that play doesn't happen if uh, Yamil Assad doesn't. I mean, he he defensively. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a uh, he makes sure to be there. I mean, he he goes in for challenges. I mean, he gets yeah, he gets sent off a bit. But the, these the, these are the moments where you're like, well, this is why we have this is why we have him. This is yeah, why we that's need to play why. Like you, this. Yeah, that's. And also, that's part of the style of they play. Yeah. You know, when you lose possession, you've got, what is it? I think they say like six seconds to like collapse onto that person. Maybe it's less than that, but it's that's part of the it's way they play. Six second rule. Right? Six second rule. <laughs> yeah. You drop your chip on the floor or if you lose possession. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Somebody eats the ball. Wrong, wrong six second rule, buddy. It's, a, it's a, a bummer for Atlanta to not get that clean sheet. They obviously gave away a late penalty. Laurentowitz, Laurentowitz, Laurentowitz. Yeah, Laurentowitz. Uh, he, uh, handball on a, on a, you know, on a challenge and, hey, you know, it is what it is. It, it's a bummer. But overall, like, um, Watching the game, I was, you know, you were naked? I was I was nude. Uh, as <laughs> That's I, you, the only way he plays. It's <laughs> the only way you watch the Atlanta games. <laughs> Let me tell you something. No, but I, I was, you know, watching Atlanta United against NYCFC be incredibly just dominated. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm watching Houston, who uh, a great team, and they've been playing pretty well the last few weeks. Uh, part of my concern, I'm like, is Atlanta really good? Or is Houston, which that's the, that was their second game that that week. So obviously, oh, they just gassed. a couple substitutions. So like Kyoto didn't start, right? Um, I, at least I think he did start, but I, I, I don't remember. But there were a couple a couple of their best players that did not start the game, right? And it looked like that could have been a possible issue with Houston. It could be, and it's that's part of the you know the double game weeks. But I will say that that kid Minotis, man, I loved him at the end of last season. And I love him again, man. I think the kid's got a lot of skill. And I think what he just needs more than anything else, he needs minutes, man. The guy could score. Um, I believe he's Argentinian, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he, he's he's not getting all the opportunities. At the end of the last season, he got an opportunity to start. And he was beasting. I think he scored uh, in the last three matches, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you, you might be mistaken. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I might be. I'm probably not. Um, <laughs> I mean, no one's checking this. I know you are, but we're not going to let you say my, anything. My note is Colombian. Colombian. There you go. I mean, the kid's got... Is he's very good. I mean, Houston. Uh, they they're not the. I think they lost their last game. Uh, but the game before that, they like they just 
uh, I mean, they have these flashes of, of just brilliance where they're right. incredibly dominant. I mean, Cubo Torres. I mean, sometimes he's he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, I, I would say overall, their best player is Ramel Kyoto. I mean, he he's always making some kind of play. Yeah, uh, and I, he I, loves to put pressure on that back line, which I love just, to see. And a cannon for a, a foot, man. He's a strong dude. Um, I remember one time when uh, you and I interviewed RJ Allen, we were at that kid's uh, camp. Down to Sportica, Sportica, yeah, Sportica, whatever. I mm-hmm. uh, and remember one of the like there was like twelve year old girls practicing in one of those cages, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of the one of the instructors came in, older English guy, yeah, and he right. kicked the ball, and everyone was like. <gasps> Because like the just the power behind the kick and yeah. the way it hit the padding, we were all like, "I yeah. like the padding hurt me. The force of the of the ball coming out the padding hurt my chest." Yeah, I mean, but they've been that's that's Kyoto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, and those guys have been like practicing, you know, shooting since they were like they were kicking in the womb. So yeah. I mean, they've been working out them them glutes and yeah. gu- and quads. It's like the mom's like he's kicking. And everyone's like, "No, we know it looks disgusting. It looks like an alien's <laughs> crawling out of your stomach." Yeah, you have like just yeah. bruises on yeah. the inside yeah. of your stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They show up on the outside. Oh, my God. It's brutal. Uh, but uh, a great game. Obviously, Atlanta was incredibly dominant. They played so, so well. Um, I mean, the goals from Admiron were just unreal. The the, the first two, and, and he got the, the penalty. Uh, but that those that first goal, I mean, just a absolute blast of a shot. Just beast. I mean, he found he, – he got some space, great pass. Next thing you know, boom. Yeah, just right top corner, upper ninety, as we like to say in America. Yeah, I, I, I knew he was gonna take a sh- a shot. I mean, he he created that space and and he didn't give up on the ball. And the ball, you know, it, I, I was a, a short pass. I think from Assad. Yeah, showed up. You know, at his feet, kind of it's sort of tangling in his feet, and he and create some space. Yeah, but. Even while watching it live, I was just like, di- like, yeah. damn, dude, like that's disrespectful, <laughs> like, yeah. like a little yeah. easy. Yeah. I mean, you can break the net, my dude. <laughs> can we get a different ball? It was powerful, and, and I uh, on Twitter I had uh, made the joke like that he he kicked that ball with the power of like all the resentment of uh, towards all the referees that gave Atlanta United red cards yeah. throughout the year because he it was it was a powerful shot. Man. Yeah, no, that was a statement shot for yeah. sure. And uh, and then his second goal again. Just like not giving up on the ball. Yeah. Again, just found it. It found it found its way to his feet. Yeah. And just another uh, like I mean, it looked. It almost it initially looked like a a challenge that he was like he was trying to win the ball back. Yeah. But he just blasted it in the top corner. And yeah. again, Joe Willis, the keeper for the Dynamo, was like, "No, you're not even." It, it's, yeah. it's it's like what well, you know. I don't want to put a my courtesy hand dive, yeah, as they yeah. say. You know, like <laughs> I don't I don't want to put my hand in front of that ball. No. <laughs> uh, but some of the interesting things in in this match, probably two other big things. Uh, Tata Martino was sent off in yeah. this match, so it's like. It's so just somebody, so, somebody just, gets sent off. Somebody gets so, next always. week it's going to be a fan. <laughs> it's who is it? You it, know, it's, it's going to be it. the, the kit man gets sent yeah, off. <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. Somebody's got to go. <laughs> you no. in Atlanta United? No, you're not going to be here all 90 minutes. Trust no, me. not at all. <laughs> but, it could be anyone. It could be someone from the concession stands. <laughs> it can it's, be anyone. It's like somebody like, uh, I'm just trying to sell hot dogs. Yeah. I, I, bro, bro, I need this job. <laughs> no. No, no, the ref is like, no, you got to get out. You don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, Tata Martino was sent off. It, a little confusing. Again, this is it. It's a little odd, and I don't know if it's a, uh, you know, this is a legendary manager. You yeah. know, uh, to to, be, to you don't just send this dude off for nothing. But it, it looked like he the, the ball came to him uh, on the sideline, and he and he threw it back in. But he threw it back in like a bit far. Like he threw it back into. It was like he throwing it like at 
at, to the referee at right. center half. He wasn't trying to hit anybody. No. But it was just like... It was like a disrespectful throw. You know? Yeah. It was like, here, like it disrupted the match a bit. Yeah. And and it's odd because like if he was... Uh, this happens a lot of times with with uh, coaches where they the ball ar- arrives to them and you, they usually have these uh, compilation videos of like techers, techers, yeah, yeah, like yeah, manager yeah, yeah. techers, right? And and if, Arsene Wenger always gets in those because he's always like doing some shit with his feet. Yeah. yeah. So if he would have if he would have kicked the ball to like kind of protect himself, yeah, uh, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal. But he threw the ball back in. He like yeah. like underhanded it back in. And yeah, it just yeah, Can't I, I guess sent off. Uh, so it was it was a little uh, not the dumbest sending off though of this weekend. <laughs> well, well, no, Colorado, not, yeah. Not, not, yeah, definitely not the dumbest. Yeah. But uh, and the other big thing, um, Andrew Carlton uh, from Atlanta United, he's the the youth academy kid. He's 16 years old right. uh, and made his debut, and and he subbed in for Almirón. Uh, I think like the 84th, 85th minute, but a huge, huge roaring applause. Uh, for him, uh, people were very, like, and he plays. He plays in the under seventeens for the U.S. So yeah, like, the kid has a lot of problems. What a big moment, you know, first year that they they have a, a professional club, you know, yeah. at this level at least. And uh, you know, he comes on, and and you know, hometown boy, they love him, which which makes us wonder as New York City football f- uh, club fans, why couldn't James Sands get a run, you know? Yeah, uh, if you, if you don't know about James Sands, he's uh, sixteen years 16 old. Sixteen years old, plays in the NYCFC academy. Yeah, looked great in the preseason. Uh, yeah, and, and he was playing. He played every, I think, every preseason. Game. Yeah, I believe he's US uh, U seventeen, but I think they also tried him at the U nineteens. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Patrick Vieira ultimately decided like that he wasn't ready. Right. Uh, and, I mean, it's it's tough. Who's who's to really say? Because with, with a sixteen year old, right? I'm not gonna, you know. Put all my money on that kid. Uh, no, on, not at on all. any sixteen-year-old. Just because, but it's a good opportunity to train with professionals. I mean, you got to learn something training with David Villa and these you guys. Know, you know I, what I mean? Overall, I even NYCFC has not really played uh, their young players. The, uh, the the kids that they drafted, uh, they, they you know they're not really making the eighteen. Awa came in recently, Awa, and Jonathan Lewis came in at the end of a match. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's, Jack so it's, Harrison seems to be the pearl there. Yeah, so it's tough for a, a lot of these younger guys uh, to get playing time. Yeah, uh, and 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 to even make it to the you know to the to the eighteen. It, it's, yeah. It's so obviously the, uh, the competition. Pirlo's having trouble getting in the eighteen. I mean, <laughs> what makes you think you're going to get in? That, that young game? boy. Yeah, yeah, he's having a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> that young rookie. Uh, another cool thing uh, during the Atlanta United game in the beginning of it, the 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 amps uh, the the speakers died or the mic something happened with the microphone uh and w- during the national anthem and it was a very cool thing uh the all all of Bobby the fans da- did it yeah all of Bobby Dodd just started singing the national anthem yeah so that was cool it's pretty cool yeah it was a nice little moment yeah. you know it's I mean right. in general it's a part of me was like oh this is kind of this is cool that they did that right uh, but then like in most of the world especially they, they don't do uh national anthems before games no not at all in fact there was a survey mls sent out a survey to see if we should even keep doing it yeah and i, I said no just because it takes up too much time it does take up time it's like yeah we can just kind of get to yeah, it. yeah let's get to it we all know what country we're in <laughs> you know yeah we don't really need i mean i mean it would be cool to remove a little bit of the patriotism from the game because it's like there's the nfl does it and and a lot of it you know, the NFL, they don't do it out of, uh, like, just loving respect for whatever. No. It's just because they have advertising deals with the Marines and yeah. the Army. And, yeah. they, and this is part of it. They need, they need to keep selling this, yeah. that I same mean, you know, they, play, they wear pink jerseys and stuff. I mean, if, if, if Breast well, that's, Cancer that's, had a theme song, we'd have to listen to that at the beginning of each match, okay. so, each game. Well, I'm, I'm more 
I'm, I'm, I have more issues with the national anthem that, than breast cancer. I'm like, I'm against breast cancer. I don't know about you, but I'm, I listen. I'm, <laughs> I'm against breast cancer, and I love, I love America. I'm happy to be here, but I don't need to hear your song every <laughs> game. Yeah, it and is. the damn, the damn, bam, 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 whatever that MLS anthem is, and then all the cops and the firefighters walk out every match, every match. We yep. can't save that for the big ones. <laughs> Beginning of the season, last sure. game. That's, that's it. It's a lot of pageantry. Lot Just of pageantry. you know what I want to do? I want to walk in and I want to hear a whistle and I want to see a game get played. That's all. Okay. I love America. <laughs> Fly the flag. I'll salute it on the way in. I'll give it a little old. Hey, how you doing? And I get right <laughs> like, in my seat. Like it's somebody you haven't seen <laughs> in three months. <laughs> I'll point at it. I'll point at it like you know. DJ played your favorite song, or <laughs> your buddy just like grabbed a beer that almost fell off the table, didn't spill a bit. I'd point at it just like that. Like, hey, I Good saw job, that. buddy. I saw that, dude. <laughs> Thinking about you. If you could like rustle America's hair, you would do it. Oh, God. Just tussle <laughs> his hair a little bit. Give me a little nuggy, you know? Hey, I see yeah. you there, kid. <laughs> a little wet willy. Ah, gotta keep, keep you on your toes there, America. And that's it. I mean, we don't have to every time. I get it, man. Um, but um, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk. We, we did mention uh, college. Colorado. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Union against uh, uh, the Colorado Rapids. Philly Union. Philly Union. The the most the unbeaten streak continues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How long can this go? <laughs> this team. What what a, a a tale of just a month. Tale of two months. You yeah. know, it's just like uh, uh, it was the worst of times. It was the best of times, <laughs> and all that in two months. <laughs> two months. They are. They have just won four in a row. Uh, they've beaten. Who have they beaten in the streak? They beat obviously Colorado. They beat the Red Bulls. They beat uh, uh, L.A. Yeah, uh, and I forgot the other team, but just un- unreal. In fact, before I forget, this is the third week in a row that the Player of the Week got a uh, hat trick because it was C.J. Sapong was the first one. Then Justin Miram crushed it on Mama's Day, mm-hmm. and then uh, we got Amidon just one with his hat trick. Look at that. Okay, yeah. Three well, weeks, very, three hat tricks, three players of the week. Very, yeah. It'd be weird if uh, somebody got a hat trick and didn't get a player of the week. I mean, at this point, that's how you get player of the week. <laughs> if you want player of the week, you got to go out there and uh, get us three, three goals. But Philadelphia, uh, they win two to one and a good a good start for Colorado. Goal uh, from the, the young kid, uh, Caleb Calvert. Beast goal. Great goal. Like uh, very, very, No think, one saw it. No I, one saw it. I think Andre Blake really did not expect the shot. Nobody did. I, I didn't expect uh, any kind of like curl like that. It's like, no. I think that happens. No skill out of this with young With young players, and I think Jack Harrison dealt with this at NYCFC, where like you, you don't you don't have any game film on him really. Yeah, no, there's no there's no idea where your skill level is. Exactly. And and now we know Jack Harrison he's, he's on the right wing. He's gonna cut inside. Curl le- it to the top. Curl it to the cut far with post. left foot. Far, yeah. far post. And you see I, you saw this during the Orlando game yeah. where the, the, they, this is what Bendik was like waiting for. And yeah. he, he wasn't going to get uh, burned by that cuz yeah. you know, he knows he knows his move. So Jack has some stuff to figure out. Um but uh, Philly they uh, you, uh they gave it the first goal so they, and, and they've gotten like two straight shutouts. Uh, they defensively they've looked amazing. They do look they look much better. It's what we talked about in the first segment. Man, men Jimin. Men, <laughs> well, every time you mess up now, because I actually know how to say his name. No, you don't. Majuninin. Not Majuninin. Majuninin. Majuninin sits back a little bit, right? And he's protecting that back line, and they look incredible defensively. Yeah, even with a, a Gucci Anyewo in there. <laughs> so yeah, we I, we were talking about that, but the, overall the game. Uh, very intense. I think after um, after Colorado has also been losing 
over and over. Yeah, they so only have two wins on the season. They, they are really the, need this. They're the Philadelphia Union of the Western Conference. Yeah. <laughs> so they the old Philly <laughs> Union. So they they want to uh, obviously end that and that streak and obviously very, a, a struggle for like Tim Howard. You know, he's a great keeper and 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 they've been losing so many games. So I know yeah. it's very frustrating on him. But the game got pretty chippy after they gave up the goal. Uh, but uh, uh, the big moment of the game uh, had to be uh, the that two things. Well, the the handball. Yeah, uh, that uh, Courtney Ford, where he just laid on. I mean, I, was it a handball or was it like shield the ball in the fetal position ball? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. He was like he fell to the ground. He was like, what if I just throw my entire body on top of this ball? Would that count? That's exactly yeah. what it did. It, it but was, on the way there, it hit his hand, it hit his arm. That's what sucked. But you can't lay on the ball in general. Yeah, you can your chest. You can lay it on with your chest. You can, yeah, you can completely like. Like on your stomach, yeah. Lay on top of the ball, yeah. That's roll fine. around. I mean, it's not fine if you're impeding, no. if you're impeding the 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 movement of the ball. They'll call the whistle, which is maybe, what he did. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wouldn't have been a penalty. It would have been. I guess it would have been in that position. Yeah, he was in the box. He can't do but that. But it was the handball. The handling the ball is what got him. It wasn't like throwing your chest on top of it. Oh, I well, I think it. I mean, hitting the ball with your chest is obviously that's fine. Yeah, but laying, laying on, on top, top of it where the ball chest. cannot move at all. Yeah, if you got punched in the face and you landed on top of your chest, they'd be like, "All right, keep the clock going <laughs> until somebody figures out how to get that ball out of there without no, their hands." No, I, I understand. He was. I think he was just trying to like, 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 like a dog, like no, no, pushes was, a ball. He was he was trying to shield it from the player's foot. Yes, yeah. yes, and and at that point, yeah, you're you're stopping the ball from being moved at all. You're, I mean, you can't lay on top of the ball. You can lay on top of the ball. You, I, I'm right, telling you, you can. Let, let us know if this is okay. I yeah. I've never heard if of this. If you're listening, what what would happen if you fell on the ball but didn't touch it with your arms or your hands? Yeah, but but you also imp- you're stopping the ball from being moved at all like, entirely. Yeah. like and this is happening pressure. in the box. Yes, I, I thought it was a, a a fair call. I wouldn't even call it a handball necessarily, but if he did, ha- yeah, if, if he did touch it with he did definitely did touch it with his hand. Hundred percent. So, uh, I, Sapan gets the gets the penalty. Yeah. Uh, and 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 after this, it still looked like the game might end at least in a draw because uh. Well, you know, uh, Colorado did have th- probably their best chance was uh, when uh, Kevin Doyle uh, took the free kick and hit it off the bar. Great shot. They, I, did, the, they did the dummy, the step over, and then yeah. Kevin Doyle was behind him. And yeah, took it, was the one shot. Of, it was one of those things that I'm like, oh, Kevin Doyle, I don't even know. He, I didn't know he took these, you know, because yeah. usually Gashi. Yeah, Gashi is always the one doing this. Uh, but I didn't even know Doyle was capable. Of well, that. they need to switch everything up over there because nothing seems to be working, yeah, including well, themselves making a wall. Well, it's interesting. You know, they, they, they uh, traded Cronin to Minnesota. Right. And, every- and Birch. Yeah, and and now they're awful defensively. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's clear. Like, you need to get your birch back. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I wish you can't. You don't have any of this to, to see Christian put that together in his head. I was just like, oh, yeah. oh wait, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I need my birch back. <laughs> so uh, the the second goal came from uh, Majuninin. Yeah. An amazing free kick, which is one of, another one of those things. I'm like, I don't even know. This is the guy that took these. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Everything, everything's different when you, get up, <laughs> when you go over there. No, not not the guy you're paying $5 million to in Bedoya or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, Majunin. Uh, and great. What a, I mean, what a great goal. Great but goal. Kind of how how angry was Tim Howard? Tim Howard didn't even care that the ball went in. He was yelling at his wall. <laughs> the wall. While did, the ball was in the air. The ball went o- directly over uh courtney ford again yeah. 
uh, who did not jump and, and did not jump. Two of the four players in the wall did not jump. Maybe there was some miscommunication. I think three players didn't because even the dude who hopped over hopped at the last second. Yeah. So it was just Hoiberg or Schroberg. Sh- Schuberg. Schuberg. Oh, God, <laughs> these names. Smith. Smith jumped, right? No, Schuberg Axel jumped. Schuberg. Yeah, Axel Schuberg. Axel Schuberg. Wow, that's not what I wanted to say. Sorry. <laughs> Axel Schuberg. No, no <laughs> Axel Juberg. Juberg, is not, very different. That's, is, the, that's the agent. <laughs> um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. Uh, Schuberg. Axel Schuberg. <laughs> he, I, actually, I, well, you know, Axel is... Um, he's already tall. He's like 8'3". <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. giant man. Yeah, Porzingis looks up to him. <laughs> He doesn't even need to jump. No, and he jumped. And he jumped. And all the other short guys, which, by the way, smart by Majininen. What did? What is it? Majininen. Majininen. Great job by Majininen to shoot it over the shortest guy, <laughs> and did not know he would not jump. If he did, he would have blocked that. Well, you shot. know what? Comparatively to Axel Schuberg, everybody looks short, but yeah. Courtney Ford is a center back. The center back pair with Axel Schuberg. He's it's a young kid. I know MLS did a story on him. He had a like a tough upbringing, right? Uh, and and it was a very inspiring story. Right. But Tim Howard at that point, he don't give a shit. No, he don't. <laughs> He's, He's like, like, guess guess who's going through some more trouble <laughs> right now? Because we need another chapter in your book. <laughs> Jump. If you're my wall, you got to jump, dog. Yeah, jump. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's so... Tim Howard will make you jump, jump. <laughs> the ball clearly just went over uh, Courtney Ford's head. It literally did. To if the he, point where he just... All he had to do was jump. If he looked up, he would have hit it off his forehead. Yeah. If he looked up. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. but So, a bummer uh, for Colorado. Uh, yeah. Still, uh, you know, no points in a couple of weeks, but... Uh, yeah, so they, they yeah, they, again, they have what a lot does Colorado need to do to fix their to fix this ship? Is it just get better defenders? Who I mean, knows? I don't know. Agashi, um, is not, he's not starting. I don't know what is exactly going on. If anybody, a Colorado Rapids fan, let us know because Gashi doesn't, he's in the lineup sometimes and, and not, but you, you know, especially watching him last year, watching him last year in the playoffs, like that, that, that goal he scored against LA, that the blast from like monster 40 yards away, Gashi has. He's got a beast. Also, Hairston. What's going on with Hairston? Hairston is another one. It's weird in Colorado. He's been, uh, he's he's always been a, a winger, and yeah. he got moved uh, to I think right back. But he was he was a defender, and I think they tried him. They tried him as a as a midfielder. He was listed as a defender last year, and he, he kept scoring, he, which was great for me. Exactly. I I think what well, whatever was he was happening last year was seemed to be working. The yeah. team was playing very well. Go back to that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they also did lose Jermaine Jones. Obviously, a couple differences, but yeah. It, no, it, I mean it's not the it, exact same club, it, but still. It, but it is kind of wild that to to be so uh, to fall off like that that you know that drastically. Yeah. I mean, they've but this is part of the MLS. We we talked about it already today, but you know this is it. This is every year, yeah. year after year. Everyone and, changes. You need to too. Exactly. So uh, we have. Uh, let's also discuss Montreal and Portland. Another interesting, Montreal beast and another interesting game. Uh, obviously, Montreal won this four one, and they had a huge advantage. They got an early red. Uh, yeah. Portland got an early red card. Yeah, uh, dude. From Diego Chara. Pimpin ain't easy. He just backhanded. <laughs> He just backhanded. Piotti, he was like, yo, Piotti, what's my money? Yeah, not, yeah. Nacho, what, what yeah. you <laughs> Not some, not half, <laughs> all my money. 
and and this, to, I mean, this is very uncharacteristic of Diego Chara. But I, I no, it's not. The dude has a bit of an anger issue sometimes. But not to slap a guy in the face. I mean, like I, he just walked by and backhanded him. <laughs> like it wasn't even. And look, and obviously. Uh, Nacho Piatti sold this more. I mean, he was it was uh, Oscar award winning. He has every right to though. Mer- you get even, slapped. Even Meryl Streep was like, tone yeah, it down. Yeah. <laughs> Meryl Streep was like, one too many roles. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. If you get slapped backhanded, you are allowed to roll all the way exactly. into the into the to the locker room. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's part of the game And also don't slap a dude from Argentina Yeah, yeah, yeah you slap a dude from Argentina He's, he's like, oh, he, like he gets, His uh, kids like, hit the ground <laughs> no, His he, kids hit the ground He loses his memory all yeah. of a sudden He's like, who, who am I? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> what is Ref yeah. <laughs> Every, All the I'm lights blind. shut off You just have a spotlight on him I mean, who is anybody? <laughs> Ref, I think I'm blind I don't Ref, know what Ref, both my legs <laughs> Both my legs. I can't, I can't feel them. I can't feel, I can't feel anything. I feel me. Don't cry for me, Argentina. This, I mean, look, obviously, it was excessive. The, the it's a bit much. But Diego Charles did hit him, and uh, and you know, I, we were talking about this before. It seemed really weird in that Piatti had the ball. It, 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 you know, they were in their defensive third. Montreal's in the defensive third. Uh, there was like a turnover. Uh, uh, Piatti has the ball, and he, it looks like he's he's like goading Diego Chara a little bit. He he's he has the ball at his feet, and he's like pointing at. It, he's saying something. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if he was pointing at the ball and talking to Diego Chara, or or talking to a teammate to, to get in position. But it looked like it looked like, he or was, maybe one of those slick things where he's pointing at the ball, but he's saying something different. You know, yeah. so like you can't really tell if you're watching on TV or if you're the official. It, it sort of looked like um when like Floyd May- Floyd Mayweather when he like. Uh, when somebody can't hit him and he's like, yo, yo try it, try yeah, it, try yeah, it. Yeah, go. Yeah, like yeah. he put his hands down. It looked like Piatti was like trying to get him to try to go for the ball right. and maybe saying something. And uh, yeah, and whatever happened, maybe he was upset about something, but Diego Char just uh, clocked him in the face. I mean, not, and not hard, but you, you go after somebody's face. No, the it was ref- in a very disrespectful way. Like, get away from me. Like, yeah, I'm finished with you. The ref was immediately like, dude, you're out. Like, yeah. there wasn't even any debate. It's funny, when he, as soon as he heard the whistle, Diego Char put both of his hands up to his face because he knew. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, oh, God damn. That's always the move, right? Yeah. You do something terrible. You're like, you break the other guy's leg. You're like, oh, no, my, oh. I got <laughs> oh, God. my eye. <laughs> you're not going to. You're not gonna <laughs> discipline me for that, are you? No, protect me, my face. Well, he didn't. I didn't drive over him so much as he got in the way of my car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's what Luis Suarez always does. He's yeah. constantly like smart. Heard, you know. Uh, anyway, strategic. Uh, but they, you know, after so I, they, this is kind of my biggest pet peeve in soccer: the early red card. Uh, I hate. Uh, I understand it happens in the second half, somewhere seventieth minute. 65th minute, I'm like, okay, I saw, uh, you know, a fair match for the majority of the game. But when the majority of the game is with one play, one team with a player down, unless unless it's my team, then I'm cool with it. Then but, you're fine with yeah, it. Yeah. But, but overall, I'm just like, oh, this is like... I disagree with you. And here's why. I think the one thing that soccer is different than every other sport is soccer. It's like, I'm going to pick this lineup of people. You're going to pick your lineup of people and we're going to meet and decide which one's better. You know what I mean? Every other sport, it's different. It's like, 
you know, team versus team. In in, in soccer, there's sort of that mysticism of like, let's see who ends up better at the end of this. You know what I mean? Okay. At the end of 90 minutes, one of us will have succeeded. And all of those rules are in place. Like in basketball, if a player fouls out, you're like early, you're like, oh, that wasn't fair. You didn't get to see him, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, if I had my full strength squad, your full strength squad. Like in soccer, it's different. It's not like, you know, the the that way it's like the the 18 you know what i mean yeah and the 11 that are out there and think about it before the americans by the way invented uh substitutions if your player got injured you were down a man okay you know what i mean it was the americans were like why don't we let just like three people swap <laughs> i think at first it was only like one or two um so you know that's part of the lore of it is you pick 11 i'll pick 11 or you pick 18 and i'll pick 18 and let's see who's who's better at the end of 90 minutes so to me like a red card in the middle of it especially if you fucked up that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it is. it has to be just brutal on Diego Chara in the locker room. Watch Every goal go in, you're like, well, that's that's me. Yeah. That's well, if I was out there, I guess I'd be doing something. <laughs> he could have slapped the ball out of the air. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those, like, in, in baseball, you have the ERA, right? But, yeah. when, like, when if if the, the pitcher who allowed the, the runners to get on and then— That's theirs. That's theirs. And yeah. even if the next pitcher who's on right. gives so up you, runs— Right. If you come off the, the mound and there's three runners on, then yeah. that's because of you. Those, those are your runs. Those are your runs that you yeah. allowed. So, uh, yeah, and that's— and that's every four goals are the, those. Those are Diego Chara's earn run average. Run average. <laughs> earn goal average. <laughs> uh, speaking of being sent off for dumb reasons, we didn't talk about this in Colorado, did oh, we? Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a player already on a yellow gets injured. Caleb Calver. Caleb yeah. Calver, who scores the goal. Right. Has to come off. Yeah, because after uh, an injury, he's you know, yeah, when when somebody gets hurt, they, they stay. If the physio gets called on, you have to walk off the pitch. You have to walk off the pitch, correct. So you can't stay. So he walks off the pitch and decides, nah, I'm not going to wait for them to tell me I can come on. I'm ready to come on. I'm good, yeah. So he walks on the pitch without getting permission from the uh, from the ref. Ref sees it, turns around, second yellow, uh, gives him a red, sent off. Yeah. Or shows him red. Exactly, yeah. It's after the second yellow. Uh, I mean, look, the kid, he's 20 years old. Uh, 20. He, at the very least, he should know that you do need a permission slip uh, to play, right, to, yeah. to play yeah. the game. You're well, the problem was he didn't ask the hall monitor, <laughs> you know? And, uh, well, I mean, that's uh, everybody knows that. We yeah. learned that at a very young age. Uh, so, yeah, di- very disappointing. Dumb uh, reason to get a red. Really dumb. Uh, yeah, and it probably didn't wasn't the reason they uh, that Colorado lost, but... That yeah, it was a, a big it certainly it. didn't help. It didn't help at all. Um, Although but, it was nice that he didn't have to be on the pitch for that loss. You know, <laughs> he's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've been playing FIFA in here forever. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Montreal, Portland, Portland. Uh, obviously, uh, good. It's a, bu- a bummer because they're a good team and they probably would have put up a really good fight against Montreal. Yeah. Uh, and again, I was we talked about him. I think two weeks ago, there uh, Tabla. No, no. Um, uh, Montreal's new signing, uh, uh, Blairim, they, their designated player. Yeah, yeah, Blairim, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamali. Jamali. Uh, he, uh, I, I mean, he's making such a big difference. He's playing so aggressive. And I think that's, you know, uh, what Montreal was sort of missing. They, they you know, they're in, I, I think, what, 10th place? Yeah, they're not, they're not that far up. They're 13, you know, they're four points from, from a playoff position, but they, they they've had a terrible, uh, they had a really so bad start. Four, yeah. four losses already for yeah. a team. I mean, they 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 obviously you don't expect them to be first, but they were uh, a bit more consistent. And I think uh, Jamali is really making a big difference. He he drew the first penalty, uh, which you know again very to me it was very very soft. But you can't you, you put can't, your hand on my you, neck. I'm going down. Yeah, I don't put, care. I mean that's smart play. Yeah, I mean uh, the the defender. 
uh, I, I forgot exactly who it was, uh, but he put, he just, I mean, he like politely grazed Jamali's neck. Just flirting with him. Flirting with yeah. him, just such a... Baby, come <laughs> to me. He, you know, he just blew on his neck to make him feel good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he just went down. And he went out. <laughs> a lot like I would. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's part of the game. You know, I love seeing it. You know me. If you touch that guy, he's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, it, you it, know who we haven't talked about? We're not going to talk about uh, San Jose, but that new player they have, uh, Hika, Hika. Yeah. That dude's a he, he, monster. Hika virus. Yeah, that's what we call yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude is a beast. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah. They San Jose beat FC Dallas one nothing, and that goal that he scored was it's just monster. incredible. In the, um, basically, the end of the match. Yeah, uh, and, and and chips it over hedges. Disrespectful. Uh, disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, but that's it's another exciting player to watch. So this league, man, we're we're, we're finding some gems. We got Maxi Morales. You got Hika. You got Tabla. You got Ricketts. <laughs> you got uh, Edwards. You've got uh, what's the dude again? Janali. What's the dude's Jamali, name? Blair, Jamali. Blair. Oh my God! Den- so many. The Denali. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <You want> AMC. <laughs> the old AMC Denali. We should very quickly, uh, we, because it was a very interesting game, Orlando against NYCFC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get to this, but this, this. Speaking of Maxi Morales, if you cannot stop him, he will take over a match. Yes. Wow. This was uh, obviously NYCFC. Finally, the first team to defeat Orlando in uh, in, in their, their new home. In their new home, first loss in their home. NYC started, which, which is advancing that rivalry a bit, right? Because so for so long it's been sort of a a non rivalry. That's because we both started at the same time. Yeah. But you know, uh, players, you know, fans getting arrested and seats getting stolen, and 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 now this. Uh, and then what happened after the match? Wait, wait, what happened after the match? You don't remember? Oh, well, after Jason the- Christ. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So right. Jason Christ having made- a what I would like to call a baby bitch moment. <laughs> uh, if you didn't hear uh, Patrick Vieira, I said this after the last two loss or after the second loss that we had against them. Yeah. I uh, said, well, still think like NYC was a better. We were a better club. That's what he said. Um, and those like we played better. We just didn't win. Right. Yeah. So now after this one, he said again, yeah, no, we're a better team. We and we won this time. And uh, Jason Christ has had enough. And he said that uh, coaches should learn to respect each other. Even in a loss. Yeah. I mean, really? It's tough to say. I mean, would he have said that if if they won? Do you know what I mean? No. Like, it's like, it's a little and corny. maybe he wouldn't have said the same thing that Vieira said. But I mean, it's a little bit like, oh, you should be nice to us. We lost. You know, it's like, whatever. <laughs> Remember that. Put that on the billboard or put that on the bulletin board. And then next time you play them, yeah. you've got a reason to, you know, to man up a bit. Is that how you get your fans fired up? You just in the season, uh, you know, the season ticket holder package, just to be like, hey, just to let everybody know to be nice to us. Yeah, please be nice to us. <laughs> We're trying really but hard, you guys. The game, uh, obviously, NYCFC won three nothing. Uh, do- very, just very, very dominant. Yeah, very I, dominant. I, NYCFC, they just lost in the middle of the week to uh, Real Salt Lake. Yeah, but that was like the most reserved squad of reserved squads. It, you know what? But it was a, and Vieira did mention that it was it was a poor decision to start that squad. They, every time Vieira goes to his reserves and to try to beat a team they think they should beat. They never win. This no. happened twice against the Cosmos. Yeah. You know, Christ the first time, Vieira the second time. He's like, plays. All the reserves are like, oh, I don't think... Uh, happened know. in the playoffs. <laughs> Remember he started that really defensive team, the first leg? Yeah. Because that's what you do in the Champions League. This ain't the Champions League, homie. <laughs> Go for it. So, uh, but uh, a, a couple big moments. The handball from Kaká, which led to yeah. uh, that, that penalty. Some people... 
would say uh, he, that it wasn't intentional, but had his arm out. Rod, Wallace in goes in a natural position. Yeah, uh, and Wallace and and it's interesting because you know some people say it wasn't uh, um, uh, it wasn't intentional, but what happens when you play uh, uh, where you're defending in the box? You put your hands close to you. You put your hands behind your back. It's 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 it, uh, you know it, it affects you and how you how you play defense. But that's that you do that for that reason. Yeah, and you're not wrong, but the part that I feel bad about is that Kaká is the best player in Orlando on the pitch, right? Yeah. He certainly has the highest soccer IQ. Yeah. If you watch that replay, he's pointing to the other defender where to go to cover the guy to his right. Sure. So he's out there being a field general and that bites him in the ass because he's pointing. He's trying to help the other the club set up. Yeah. He's trying to help that back line set up. And I feel bad. I feel real bad that that causes a red card. Or I'm no, sorry, it causes a penalty. It causes a penalty, yeah. Really happy that it caused a penalty for NYCFC, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, a, it, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it, I, I think it was a, a correct call uh, in that moment. But yeah, history will admonish um, oh, I, What does that word admonish even mean? I forgot. Anyway. Don't use it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but the, the other big moment, uh, Kyle Lahren, uh, have having to take uh, a penalty kick uh, for a foul, Ben Sweat, uh, I, I, Nick, I forgot who he fouled. Uh, doesn't matter. But he, uh, Ben Sweat calls the foul in the box. Uh, again, another put. He he just, you know, very casually put his arm on the guy's shoulder, and it, it was like he, it, it, like a a car wreck. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. He, he just collapsed, yeah. like flips uh, over the whiplash. The of- <laughs> yeah. He's he's good. he got stretchered <laughs> off the pitch. So. Whatever it is, what it is, you, you should he shouldn't have put his arm around him, and that's and that's what happens. But Kyle Laren, uh, because Kaká ha, has been subbed off at this moment, right? Uh, Kyle Laren misses uh, a penalty, uh, and 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 you know they were even uh, on the commentary during the game they were mentioning how Kyle Laren has never taken a penalty kick in the in the MLS, despite how many goals. He's he had. has, yeah. He's, he's none of them are from from pens, uh, and they were, and it was interesting because uh, you know one of the uh, they always say, um, and they mentioned this uh, d- uh, during the game as well, that you should kind of pace yourself, take a, take a breath after you hear the whistle, because you have a, you have some time to take the penalty. He took, he he. It was almost like he was waiting immediately for the whistle before right. it was. It was like a, a, like a pit bull, like a horse race. To be yeah. <laughs> ready yeah, to, yeah, yeah. It was like just ready yeah, to run yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he took the shot immediately. Got under the ball, side of his foot. And and hits the and hits the bar. Hits the crossbar. Hits a crossbar, which is like yeah, crossbar he did, challenge. He, did, he won the crossbar challenge. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Um, you know, he, he he just didn't pace himself at all. It, it seemed like someone who was nervous to do that. To, Either to, that or like overly excited, which you can never tell with his face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who <laughs> knows how he feels? The man has not never shown emotion God. in his life. Uh but yeah, a bummer for for him. I mean, the, at that moment, I think the game was two one, two zero. So it could have it could have changed the dynamic of the entire game. Uh, but after that, Morales, Maxi Morales, David, first David Villa because David Villa is a monster. But you know, look how much better David Villa looks with someone who's passing him the ball in the right position, or someone who at least has like great chemistry with him. Great chemistry, but also PLO can is great for the, that long pass. Yeah, but. Uh, it, it, Morales is better for that 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 shorter pass in in that offensive. Half. Yeah, I want to see him in the final third. That's where Moxie Morales shines. Yeah, and the one thing I love about Moxie is that he he 
he passes the ball to put players in the right position. He doesn't just pass the ball to a player. You know what I mean? Yes. He passes it into the space that the player should be in or he wants the player to go into. And then he goes where he's supposed to go. So, like, he really is a general out there. He is directing a lot of that. And he also gets uh, – he draws a lot of fouls. He yeah. just really want to follow this little Well, I mean, man. I think, you know, Atlanta showed what happens if you crowd him, right? Yeah. So Atlanta proved that's the way you stop NYCFC is to stop. If you're going to play with a number 10, your number 10 has to be able to find, you know, space and, and get the ball and get possession. And if you stop him from doing that, you got it. Orlando yeah. was not able to do that. Yeah. I mean, that midfield uh, for uh, for... Uh, for NYCFC was just yeah. uh, they. I mean, they were on point. Ring was incredible. Yeah. I mean, what like there, there's a um and shout out to Mikey Lopez. Mikey Lopez had Beast the, the game of his career. I mean, yeah. so far at NYCFC, he looked he did he was brought in uh, uh you know in that game and it was such a great decision uh play that defensive role. But he that's what he's great at when he doesn't have to cover for someone like Pirlo, unfortunately, which I you know I love Pirlo, but. When you don't have to run back and cover for two for yourself and another player, yeah. look how good he is defensively. And and uh, he was and great came back from injury too. Yeah, exactly. And he and he uh, played so great defensively, and it was great because they didn't ask him to do too much offensively. He right. wasn't required to do that, and and it, and it gave so much more leeway for Ring and Morales to kind of roam a little bit more and and, and you know move the ball around a lot better. So uh, yeah, very very good, but. Uh, that goal from Villa, uh, that monster Morales, uh, was like the architect of that goal. Yeah. Uh, just again, Villa, I, I saw that goal. I'm just like, this dude just does the right thing at, at in these crucial moments. I mean, he, right. he, 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 he does that, that heel flick to Morales to, to get it in the center of the field, which is like, again, it, in the moment, it's just like, all right, you're you're being you too flashy. Need that. You don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah. do that. But when But it put him in the perfect position to make that run. Because yeah, because the defender is playing uh starts following the ball because the the defender is basically to Villa's left. Villa goes around that the defender's right and then as soon as the ball uh, reaches Morales, all the defenders kind of collapse in because they know Villa's making the run, but he made the run at such the per- a perfect time and the pass was made at such a perfect time that all the defenders are collapsing forward while the- Villa's running full speed right. towards the goal. So it's one-on-one against Bendik. And-, and it looked like Villa maybe sort of had a mistouch and like it looked like, oh my God, he's got to reset himself. Is that defender going to get back in time? And no, poof, no. burns them both. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's... It's a lot for us as fans. It's fun to watch, but it, you know, just like we we big up Armidong and Kyle Lair and, and and you know uh, Hika and all these guys, watching David Villa has to be one of the most exciting things that you could watch in this league. As much as I love you know Raheem Edwards and and all these guys that we've we've give, we've given yeah. props to David Villa, man, that guy has come into this league and he has put that club on his shoulder more than once or on his back more than once, and he is he no one I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, a DP come in with this much passion and wanting to succeed. Maybe he's just one of the most competitive people. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think he's very passionate about uh, the job that he was brought in to do. But I, and I think he's uh, do, even doing more than required. One hundred percent. And, and I, you even see it in the post game interviews. His English is getting better. Every day, yeah. just so he's much more confident. He's almost better than me soon. Like he's gonna be better than me. <laughs> he's like, be... He won't say heckle and jive. <laughs> he won't. I mean, he would never make such a classless mistake. No, God no. 
<laughs> He's a smart man. Uh, so yeah, overall, great game and uh, great again, weekend. Add, great add, week adds more to uh, to that rivalry, uh, and it's going to be you know great for you know years going on. Uh, this East man, this East is uh, more like the beast. The beast. Am I right? <laughs> nah. Um. So yeah, great. Another great week of MLS. Another uh, great episode of the Cooligans. Yeah, obviously we obviously we bring the heat just yeah. like uh, Villa brings it every week, just like we Pat Riley. Um. <laughs> Get it, everyone. Uh, yeah, they, they all get it. <laughs> uh, listen, shout outs to Greg Lawless uh, for for having us on, uh, for coming on to our podcast, and uh, you know, look out for uh, that kicking and screening. Yeah, uh, what is it, June seventh, June sixth through ninth? But we we are we're on be June seventh, June seventh. So, so we're on June seventh. Come on. Come out, listen to us at the end, ask stupid questions. We've got stupid answers. Who <laughs> yeah. cares? So go to kickingandscreening.com. Screening. Screen. Not screaming like the movie with Will Ferrell. Screening like a film screening. It's going to be dope. It's going to be a great time. And there's some other great movies on there. Check them out. There's a really good one with that actor who I can't remember now. Jay Baruchel. Uh, Jay, Jay Baruchel. Baruchel. That, yeah. that's, a, that's the last movie. It's called uh, Celtic. Uh, like it's about the, it's about uh, uh, Celtic from uh, Glasgow. Celtic Soul. Celtic Soul. Yeah. yeah. So it's about his connection. Connecting with his family or his roots, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be dope, too. So uh, the both comedies, the one we're in and uh, the one we're going to talk about after mm-hmm. and the one he's in. So come check those out. There's also the blues and, and the one about Iceland. Oh, and there's free beer. There's free beer if you come to our movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Icelandic beer. Have you ever had Icelandic beer? Find it. Come out. See if you yeah, like it. Gonna, you don't miss Drink out. Drink your ticket money's worth of beer. <laughs> How about that? So um, we'll be drinking. We'll be having a good time. So come out. Hang out with us. Kicking and screening. We'll put the um, information in the description. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and, and uh, one final thing. Cooligans uh, t-shirts will be coming very, very soon. Ooh, and we're going to have merch, baby. And You've asked for it. We're bringing it to there's you. There's a very limited supply. So if you do want one make sure you get on our mailing list go to uh, uh, go to soccer cooligans at, uh, uh, com, or just uh you know you can email us at soccer cooligans at gmail.com and, and we, we'll add you i will it. add you to the mailing list yeah because uh, i have a feeling once that first email goes out it's going to be sold out yeah. it's very limited and uh depending on how well this goes we may be doing more so get in this first round do it yeah and uh, and like you know again we we're just too Lowly comedians, we're too dumb, <laughs> too dumb, stupid, idiot. silly comedians. So it's not you know we're not some corporation, some enterprise trying to uh, uh, get money off of you. Look, if you buy a T-shirt, you will you will literally be helping us directly. Yes, uh, it's not we make a ton of money doing any of this stuff. We really do it for uh, our uh, of our own passion of for comedy and, and out of and our own pockets. And out of our pockets, we spent a lot a lot more money than we've made doing we've, this. Well, considering <laughs> we've not made any, <laughs> we've made. I mean, I mean we made a little bit for the advertising. It's hard to say. We made. It's not but like, we certainly have spent a lot more. <laughs> but this is like our, this is the, the first time we're actually trying to bring in a little bit of income back from what we of what we've invested. Yeah, and all that income goes right back into the the product. You know, we, we want to bring you guys better series. Uh, we would love to hire an editor. If somebody who knows how to edit wants to edit some of our videos, <laughs> you would really be helping us out. Shoot us an email. We'll give you a lot of credit. Maybe bring you more business. But um, yeah, we we want to hire someone to edit. Possibly, we want to be able to fly to some of these games. We want to be able to go to the MLS All Star yeah. and the MLS Cup every year and bring you some great content, some great, you know, social media stuff. So buying these shirts is a great step in that direction. We're not doing a GoFundMe or anything like that. We're not doing any of those things. We want to give you guys uh, great content and great products. And I think these shirts are going to be dope and shouts to um, our partner for that. Have oh, we talked yeah. about it? On, on the Valley Apparel. Valley Apparel. So we're going to be selling our merch through On the Valley Apparel, which you guys know from all the dope gear that we wear. Yeah, you've, we already, you've already 
picked some up. Thank you again for doing that. That's yeah. always, always uh, supporting us, supporting on the Volley Apparel. Again, these are these are these are not conglomerates. These are just uh, folks who love soccer and 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 trying to like just big up the game and do it. And we're doing it for the culture. As we yeah, said we're before. doing it for the culture, baby. We're doing it for you guys. So thank you again. So that'll be out soon. Make sure you uh, email us or get on our mailing list uh, for that information. Yeah, prepare yourself. Uh, so guys, you guys are the best. Make sure. Uh, leave a review on the podcast like it share it uh, tell your friends you have a friend who likes soccer and likes laughing this is the podcast for them yeah and if you got a friend like uh, my buddy steven diaz who's not a big mls guy but he loves manchester united he listens to our podcast so what shouts to steven and he's one of those guys like man you're so funny that we have to listen which is really dope That's a good so time. tell your friends i would absolutely love it by the way my name is alexis guerreros my name is christian polanco and together what are we <laughs> the, the cooler, cooler guys, guys.